and then if you're feeling really, really cocky and you just want to look really cool, you can just use the Acker Arrow, okay? Like, you don't even need that. That's just an accessory at that point. You only need those first two weapons. Can I just ask Alex a um, question? Go on. Alex, can you whistle? It's a good point. Oh. Can you whistle? <laughs> okay, okay. Joe, Joe please yes. could you fact check whether... <laughs> <laughs> I shall have a, I shall, I shall have a think. Because, yeah, it, as far as I'm concerned, that that strip of something on your head, uh, that means you could possibly use any sort of like frequency that came out. So of you your can mouth. fart. Hello everybody, my name is James O'Malley and welcome to the Ultimate Film Club. That's right, we've gotten rid of the filming podcast this week. I'm your host, James O'Malley. With me is my trusty sidekick, Joseph Cook. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Nice, okay, so you're going to be uh, the fat checker for tonight, aren't you? And you're yes, also... I am the bookworm. Yeah, you're also a, a, a first-timer on the filming podcast, aren't you? So how, how does it feel to like finally get on the show? Because I know you've been listening I'm, for a fair bit. I have, I have. I'm actually a, a patron. You are. Go, go subscribe. Go subscribe now. <laughs> um, but no, I've actually made a cameo on one episode. Um, and you I did, it yeah. Dark Side Doomsday. So that and was a good cameo. Down. <laughs> yes. But no, I'm I'm very happy right. to be on here. That's brilliant. Okay, withers. As always, is uh, Xander Langwiston uh, for the first time ever. You know, I'm hosting. You know, actually properly. Okay, and um, you know, I don't mean you know like that one time we did in April where we where we you know pranked Xander. You know, this time it's real. Yeah, with us, I, I, I had involvement in this. I had involvement in this. Yes. Basically, but what you what you know is happening is I'm not Zuckerberging you. You know, I haven't stolen the show and voted you out yet. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. How? It's more <laughs> how of a doing, Wozniak then? thing. It's more of a Wozniak thing. I'm I'm doing yeah. I'm doing okay, folks. But um, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to scrap it out uh, for for the how, job tonight. Uh, how does it feel knowing that I'm holding your baby right now, like um, in front of you? It's. <laughs> I mean, fortunately, I trust you a lot, James, because you're okay, one of my great. friends. But also, if you drop my baby, I'm going to fucking hunt you down. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I mean, fair. I don't know what yeah. you do. <laughs> no, he do no, he does know who I am. He does know where I live. He does know what I can do. <laughs> he knows you can drop his fucking baby. It's the baby. entire opposite of that entire <laughs> film speech. <laughs> Yeah, and he doesn't anyway. really have a particular set of skills to help. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Honestly. Honestly, just, I'm not even hosted. Just, I'm still getting roasted. They were just <laughs> tell me, they were, you know, Revenge of the Sith is the worst Star Wars movie and just like tell me Whoa. that and try and kill me with words. Oh, hang on. <laughs> hang on. You can't you can't come for me like this. Like I would no, I, I was defending you. Like I you can't you can't Oh no, 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 Alex, no, Alex, no, I, called I, Alexander. Alex. Alex. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, like I'm, I'm totally on your team here. You know, like he, you know, just shouldn't he shouldn't be dissing Star Wars like that. Uh, but this isn't Please your intro just yet, Alex. What? So you know, you be quiet. Uh, David, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Yeah, I was waiting for an introduction. Finally, I'm just kind yeah, of sat no, here yeah. waiting. You should have been sat here awkwardly in the corner. Yeah, literally dressed as no, Superman, me. watching you hold Xander's baby for some reason. <laughs> Once again, dressed right, as Superman. Child. How are you feeling? Feeling pumped for this one? Good? Well, Bad? 
Well, I can safely say I'm most likely going to be Xander because going off of my past knowledge of Xander, Xander's a fucking idiot. So Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Alex, looking forward to going <laughs> against you in the quick fire round. Uh, <laughs> and as oh, always, you've heard it. You've heard him by now. Here he is. It's Mr. Alex Woods, uh, the flat mooner himself. How are you doing, Alex? I'm, do- I'm doing all right. Um, I- am I correct in thinking that whoever wins this fight hosts movie fights well, or hosts the filming podcast for the rest yeah, of the time? Yeah, yeah. Whoever yeah. wins this, they win the podcast. Um, and, then, so... and then we sacrifice. Wait, what? We also win the copyright. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Old... yeah. Yeah, I, like, I didn't like, agree to them. Well, it's, it's yeah, so, hey, no, Xander, what we Xander. talked about off camera was uh, we sacrificed the old host and we yep. rein in the new host with a pint of the old host's blood. So, yeah. No, Good you luck. can't wicker man me. The, you can't wicker The pint man. being no, no, from no the skull of beam, the old host. But... Anyway, let me walk you through how this is going to work. There's going to be a couple categories that each of these guys have picked out. Uh, we're going to go through them each one by one. Uh, they have picked their favorite films for these particular categories. Uh, they've got to decide which one is the best and who has the best argument. Is everybody ready to go? Should we dive into it? Sure, yeah. why not? Yeah. Really? Let's do it. That sounds yeah. scared so of being hesitant, sacrificed. But let's get on it. Okay, fact checker Joe, are you ready? To no. Make sure these guys aren't bullshitting. Okay, great. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Let's start. Category number one, okay? You have got to pick the best DreamWork movie and why. Okay, I'm going I'm to um, pass it over to Xander first, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, I, be- I believe I'm first on this. I got, I got to choose first on this question, which is uh, which was pretty. I'm pretty happy with. Um, mm-hmm. I chose How to Drain Your Dragon. He said How to movie, Drain Your Dragon. Uh, that's what I thought he said as well. How it to Train. It sound like train. you said that. Is that the porn parody how of this to movie? Train. No, it's not. It's how to train your dragon, and the porn parody is how to train your dragon. My balls on your face. Um, that was awful. That was, that was so long-winded. What about how to train your dragon dildo? I'm gonna cut that. I'm gonna cut that. Um, th- this this is um we we I've I've actually planned out a tournament for all the DreamWorks movies, um, okay. which might be coming soon. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've actually um through all the maths. This one was officially the number one seed. So I have actually picked the correct answer here. So any <laughs> other answer that comes out isn't technically true because it isn't the best uh, DreamWorks movie, whereas this one technically is. Um, I'll, okay. get, I'll, get, I'll get into more reasons why uh, during the argument. Okay, good, good. Uh, David, right, uh, what did you pick? So, I I went for an underdog here, but the, an absolute banger of an underdog, and I went for Megamind. Okay, right, go and on, why did you pick Megamind? So the reason I picked Megamind was because not only is it the underdog of um, DreamWorks movies in the fact that it doesn't really get remembered as easily, it's one of the more recent DreamWorks movies that didn't get a sequel as well, as yeah, yeah, yeah. DreamWorks movies often now just get sequels immediately the second they become popular but mm-hmm. megamind is that special one where although i would love a sequel it also is so perfect by itself that it doesn't need one and then there's also the fact that all of the memes come from this movie there's so okay. many memes. yeah no you're not wrong there are many memes. where are yeah. the memes in house training dragon boom <laughs> 
We're not getting into the arguments just yet, David. So just hold fire. Just, re- just reel it back in for me, right? Uh, we're going to pass it back over to Alex uh, one last time. Alex, what would you pick? Um, I picked Prince of Egypt. Okay, nice. Why did you pick Prince of Egypt? Because when I first saw it, I couldn't believe that I'd watched that film. And I was like, this was made by DreamWorks. This was made by the same people that made Megamind. Right. And it literally shows a child dying. And it's well, like, then. wow. Okay, this is heavy. This uh, got so dark it, real quick. I picked it for different reasons to, um, to these. Because Xander seems like he's done the cheaty thing and tried to do yeah, the thing yeah. where it's kind of like, oh, well, I picked Xander the chose statistics. I still yeah. chose statistically the best film, which is bullshit. There's no statistically best film. It's like you use Ron Tomatoes and the... Ah, God. Film's subjective. Doing? All right. Don't, don't you okay. know that all it takes for a film to be good is it for it to be banned in two countries, which is what my <laughs> film has been? All right. Okay. <laughs> Those are the films. Uh, guys, you have got 10 minutes to argue amongst yourselves why you think your film is best. We haven't heard from Xander for a little bit. You know, he's been attacked quite a little bit. So let's give him some, let's give him a chance to defend himself. We're going to pass over to Xander. 10 minutes starts now. Good luck, guys. Uh, oh, one, yes. So I did look at the Rotten Tomatoes. You got 99%, which is like overwhelmingly positive. Also is the only DreamWorks movie to be over an 8.0 on IMDb, it's got an 8.1. Um, box office-wise as well, this movie has um, more money than both of these, almost combined. I think there's about 30 million over. Uh, but So this, uh, Had Strange Dragon made just over, just under um, 500 million, whereas Megamind made 320 million and Prince of Egypt made 218. Um, where, like, Megamind especially, that came out the same year as How to Train Your Dragon, so that has absolutely no excuse not to be making a similar amount of money. I would like to interject, though. You are are still talking about statistics. Yeah, for one. And two, you're also talking about the fact that it came out in the same year, but you're not thinking about what came out at the same time as it. One of the biggest kids' movies of all time, Despicable Me, came out at the same time as Megamind. Yeah. So yeah, kids are very cl- and did it better. Did oh, it better? Very clearly didn't. But still, there's also the fact that kids are very clearly going to see little like yellow dudes with one eye because they remind them of SpongeBob, rather than they are going to see Will Ferrell with a big blue head. And not only this cast is stacked. Where's J.K. Simmons yeah. in like House Train Dragon? Wait, hang, J.K. On, Simmons. hang on, hang on. Whoa, whoa, hold the fucking phone. J.K. Simmons is in Megamind. J.K. Simmons is the warden, is, is the yeah, warden in Megamind. Warden. I might as well just drop out of this round already. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, mate, I, oh, I, I hadn't heard of Prince of Egypt until I had to make the tournament. So, like, the Prince of bro, Egypt, he's nowhere bro, near the best, Pixar, uh, the best DreamWorks movie. Because bro. no one has actually seen it. No one's heard of it. Yeah, I've seen bro. it. Bro, just because you've not seen a film doesn't mean it's not good. That's not how the, the fact that I haven't of heard of it, the fact works. that I haven't, the fact that There's I haven't seen anything boy. from it is the fact is the reason why it's not the best one. Right. Because okay. if it was that great, it would I would know about it. Oh, so do you know okay, if, about okay. everything that's great, Xander? You know every single thing that is great in the entire world. You, if listen, if, I'm coming up with arguments if, here. You guys are just God, like basically saying, God, well, no. 
If the Godfather is so great, then why haven't I seen that? See? Same as this. Like, I think I've seen Megamind once. I know, but you I've know Dragon, about the Godfather. I've seen your Dragon You've once, heard of the only... Godfather. I hadn't heard I've... of the Prince of Egypt since last week. Dan, I, I also can't agree with your choice of the Zan How to Train Your Dragon thing when the third one, which has superior plot and animation and villain, is I just disagree. Better. I think the first one is a perfect buddy movie. Like, it's the budding friendship between these, these, these two. Yeah. Unlike, then, it's, a, it's a friendship, and Romeo the... and... Julia is what it is. Yeah, and then you get the tragic, oh, they have to part ways at the end of the third one, and it's very emotional. And it's like, oh, yeah, coming of age, you've got to let go. Without, without this first film regret. succeeding in the... Without this film succeeding in the way it does, that third film would mean nothing. And also, that yeah, third but... film wouldn't even exist. Okay. If this film didn't hit it out of the park, like... like so they, if this film didn't knock it out of the park, it would not have two sequels, multiple TV shows. Where's the Prince of Egypt sequel? Where's the Prince mate, of Egypt spin-off? Mate, the Nowhere. Prince of Egypt. What do you mean? The Prince of Egypt spin-off's the fucking Bible. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why isn't there another <laughs> Thor and Exodus? Why did they make another Bible movie then? No, They've made Bible 70. Oh, oh, the Passion of the Christ Bible? is the spin-off to Prince of Egypt. Right. Prince it's not Egypt made by DreamWorks a, Animation, though. Prince of Egypt is an hour and a half long. It is not long as fuck. It is a, it's an adults movie made for. I mean, Lion I mean the King Bible. Movie. I mean the Bible is long as fuck. Yes, but we're not rating the Bible. So you could make sequels. Prince of Egypt. What yeah, but you don't like how you don't the, have a sequel point, to the Bible. The you don't have Jesus too. I'm not going to do, do a sequel to Exodus. Like there are so many stories in the bible that if they wanted yes. they could adapt another one but this one failed yeah, okay, so okay. they didn't this one this one was banned in two countries and then was re received a lot of flack from critics because it showed very 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 heavy stuff animation in it is beautiful so it's like how are you considering it, it the best one then how how is this still working what what do you what do you mean what do you mean are you saying that controversial things aren't good no, you're saying that like critics were, weren't a fan of it when it came out. So because like, why are you even trying to argue? It showed a depiction of Moses, of the prophet Moses, and it was like, oh yeah, let's ban it. Okay, right, guys. I think we've been uh, we've been talking a lot about the Prince of Egypt, so we haven't heard much from David about Mega Mind. Um, like, David, why why is it you think Mega Mind is the ultimate DreamWorks film? So, like I said, Mega Mind is the underdog. That's one of the reasons why I went for it. But it's also the fact that it's such a touching story about the fact that people can redeem themselves from being, you know, something they're not actually wanting to be. You can consider yourself a bad person, but you can still redeem yourself to the like to other people. It's also got that buddy cop kind of feel or buddy movie kind of feel that House Train Dragon does with Minion and Mega Mind. And not only that, once again... What? Sorry, sorry. They, they had a character called Minion, the same as the characters, the Minions in Despicable Me. Yeah, which completely is the same different. movie, and it did it better. Great, cool. Another ex another reason. Great, cool. Thanks. How's that another reason? Just because they have a similar name? It. Yeah, they have a similar name. It's, so? it's a rip-off. It's a rip-off. It's, it's very clearly Me not a rip-off. Came out first. Xander, you, are you seriously trying to say that the little yellow after. alien cunts are better than a little it dude in a fishbowl? They've got the same name. It came out after, but it, you realise that the... films take a while to produce? 
there's a lot going into it. Yeah. It's not like they just saw it. It's like, shit, we need to make that and copied and right. pasted it. And it's also the fact that this is about superheroes. We got introduced to some new kind of superheroes. There's also the fact that you get the kind of, you create a superhero, but he actually becomes a villain. DC haven't been able to do this better. But yet DreamWorks were able to make Titan one of the most in, like genuinely interesting characters in this movie. And not only that, he's played by Jonah Hill. And Brad Pitt's in this movie. There you go. Where's Brad Pitt in House Train Dragon? Where's J.K. Simmons in House Train Dragon? Where's Jonah Hill? Where's Ben Stiller? Where's I've, Will Ferrell? I've actually got Jonah Hill. I've actually got Jonah Hill in my Yeah, movie. I was going to say Jonah Hill. Oh, yeah, I forgot Jonah Hill's in that movie. Where's Tina Fey? I don't have Tina Fey. I have America Ferreira from Superstore. Okay. And I've got Jay Baruchel. And I've got... Jay Baruchel's in one other good movie? Jay bro, I got in... Jerry Butler. What are you saying? I don't even bro, know who Jerry Butler. You know, I've never heard of Jerry Butler, so clearly he's not good. <laughs> Jerry Butler. Jerry Butler. Gerard like... Butler. If he ever heard you call him Jerry Butler, I think he'd just plow your face like a train. He actually right, would, right. like the train in Mega Mind. Like, what did you call Jerry me? Butler. You said Jerry <laughs> Butler. I'm no Jerry to you. Pick up. Incredible. Incredible. But yeah, so my it's argument right. is, just, um, it, just, like, it's got, a, it's got a lot of the same thing. No, no, you've had your point. Out, I really, I really don't like fighting against Xander because because House Train Your Dragon is one of my most. Famous it's a fantastic films films film. I I will one hundred percent say it's a fantastic film, but Mega Mind is actually better down. because there's also yeah. the fact that House Train Your Dragon does not have Crazy Train. Yo. I should also just say that this slander saying that Despicable Me is better than Megamind is... Yeah, Xander, you are a brave, brave man for going on the internet and saying this fucking blasphemy. Listen, listen. um, You're going to bring soundtrack. Forget forget the white... Oh, yeah. Happy Happy by Pharrell Williams. Is that good? Talk about the beautiful score in How to Train Your Dragon. That score is magnificent. Yo, yo, yo. I, and I, I believe I, I, it got really... nominated for some sort of award. It so might have I... been a Golden Globe for best score. I can um, let you know because um, I've got the, I've John, got it up. It was Oscar nominated. <laughs> it was an Oscar nominee. John got, Powell did the best It got score. nominated for best animated feature as well, and it lost to Toy Story 3. So that's a rough year. That's a rough year. Yeah, it's a rough year for Megamind as well. Defeat right there. No, no, no. So 2000 and... Megamind didn't get nominated and Prince of Egypt didn't get nominated for Best Animated Feature either. So... Um, no. Yeah, but did it Prince win? Anime... It did get voted for Critics' Choice Award and Golden Globes. And oh, yeah. Best Score. And won... Did Megamind get nominated song. for any of that? No, it no, didn't. Because no, it didn't really get... It went He's under the radar. Good. It Me- went Me- under the radar. Mega it's Mind that hidden gem. Megamind... Mega Man is a mid-tier DreamWorks movie at best, whereas House of Strange Dragon is top tier. Xander, you're literally easy. going off of statistics at by saying top... that... So, Xander, what you're telling no, me I'm is not. that Critics' it's Choice genuinely... is gospel. What, what you're telling me is that, that Critics always get it right. all we've got time for for this one. Uh, very, very <laughs> controversial uh, argument, that one. Guys, how do you feel there? Like, is that, like Xander, like, that was a, an uphill battle for you. 
for the most part between you and you, was, David and Alex. It makes no sense as to how you, it was you, an uphill battle. No, but... because like you were just like you were just there, just like you didn't stop. You were just like just go in and go. You just relentless, man. Like that was just completely <laughs> relentless. Basically, um, Xander just for my fucking podcast. I'm I'm just go I'm just game from this. Xander really <laughs> really like likes critics' cock in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, um, I, I don't I don't like critics. I, exactly. I right. yourself. right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bring Joe into this. So we're just gonna have a very quick conversation. Um. So, all right, Joe. So what did you think there? Well, some very interesting opinions. Um. I found out some. Very interesting facts about all of these. Been very all right, go on here. So, um, Xander was talking about the music by John Powell for How to Train Your Dragon. Also did the music for Prince of Egypt. Yeah, um, quite interesting. Um, however, Mega Mind did have Hans Zimmer on hand. Boom. Um, I know. Um, I'm a little biased towards Mega Mind, but um, all, all the Rotten Tomato scores correct. Well done, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have we got? So, to do with Megamind, you were talking about how that and Despicable Me, you know, came out. Yeah, they, 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 were, they were talking like a lot of the similarities and whatnot, weren't they? Yeah, well, Despicable well, Me was... premiered on June nineteenth, and Megamind was in December. So yeah, they can't yeah, make a movie so in six a... months. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, David, David, like you know, like yeah. I, I, yeah. I can appreciate, I can appreciate that yeah. you know you're yeah. all hyped and whatnot, but yeah. like this Sorry. is a this is a me and Joe thing, yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> the master is at work. The adults are talking. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. It's okay. It's okay. Just yell sorry, Daddy and Okay. What one, one, more right now. one, one more and you, one more and you're disqualified and in the sim bin. I thought it was Granddaddy O'Malley, but. Oh, it's Granddaddy O'Malley. Okay. It is Granddaddy O'Malley. Great. Granddaddy O'Malley's UFC. Uh, I think it's time. I feel like there's just been a power shift, hasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> right. I think it's time uh, to pick who won this round. Um, who, who, who do you think? Who do you think, Joe? Who do I think? Yeah. Well, who, do you, who do you think should take it? I'm biased. Towards okay. However, yeah. I'm who judging do... this on arguments. Yeah. Who do you think had the best argument? I think that Xander did. You think and Xander had spoke... the best argument? Yeah, and how he spoke about how that first How to Train Your Dragon was yeah. such a, a monumental piece in setting up the rest of the trilogy. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to go a different way. And I'm going to say, uh, I think David won that round. Um, you know, like, because Alex, I think, had the <laughs> hardest time here. I, I really do think Alex had the hardest time. Um, like, Xander, for me, like, that some of the points that he was coming up with were just, like, just trying to shoot down what he could, is what it seemed like for me. Um, like, especially, like, the, I think the comment that, like, really gave me that opinion uh, was when Xander said that. Um, you know, minion is just completely based off of the minions from Despicable Me. Um, so I, I think that's I never kind. Of... Said that. You did. You did. You, you, did. you did say that. I didn't you say did. they were. You did. You said they're the same thing. I didn't. Xander in the oh, edit. Fine, Play whatever, it back. Whatever. Yeah, they have a similar name. It's, so it's a ripoff. It's a it's... ripoff. <laughs> Thank you very much, Xander in the edit, for doing that for us. <laughs> 
Okay, so um, I've uh, so, so I mean, so, so we're at a little bit of a bypass. So what what what, what do we do? So so as in my opinion, it just it's, takes it's your, it or it's, your it's, opinion. It's, our, it's my decision. It's your decision, James. Okay, you're, you're the well, dominant force. Well, well, you, okay. you just get an opinion from Joe. Okay, great. Well, uh, I'm gonna go uh, with David for this. Yes. Congratulations, well done, David. Right, you I... win the first round. <laughs> can I can I clear something up here? Can I please clear something up here? Yeah, go on. I go think Despicable Me is not as good as Mega Man. <laughs> I think Mega Man <laughs> is great. I was gonna say um, I do not so... think that you think this. Like, I yeah, know I you knew he didn't really think like this. Despicable Me. Honestly, you gotta do what you gotta do. Midway through, I was just, I was just gonna open the mic and just go, stop lying, just. <laughs> Have some self-respect. Listen, listen. Right. Oh, what a win! Yeah, <laughs> uh, so well done, uh, David, for winning the first round. We're gonna move on uh, to round two uh the most overhyped or overrated superhero movie uh this uh time david you get to go first what's your what's your pick this is gonna be a controversial one i'm not gonna lie a few people on the internet are gonna hate me for this um a few people are gonna agree with me on this as well um my pick is Zack snyder's justice league the four hour oh. epic <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the best way I've ever heard it been described. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, um, okay. I mean, yeah, fair enough. Like we've like, got our title. It's. <laughs> I mean, it's an interesting first pick. <laughs> it's an interesting first pick. Uh, don't get me wrong. Yep. Um, okay, so so why why was it you picked that one? So the reason I picked this is because. Although it's a fantastic movie, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's like a bad movie. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is the fact that it took so long for this to come out and so long for people to beg the studio yeah, for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it truly is the most overhyped because it's the hype for the longest time okay. of a film yeah, that's come no, out. That that's sense. why. That makes sense. Okay. Right, very nice, very nice. Okay, we're gonna pass over now to Alex. Uh, what did you pick? I picked um, Black Panther. Okay. We've all gone. Right. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, this is this is again unexpected. Um, why did you pick Black Panther? Because because like, all right, isn't it? <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's, yeah, that's the yeah. Like it was, Great. It was, I watched it and I was like, cool. That's that's two hours. I'm never getting back. But I, I don't feel too bad about it. But it's okay. also not the most amazing thing. It's got what, iffy DGI and iffy plot, but yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think of the um of the title for the, for the second film? They've called it Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. See, I'm 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 very happy to see where they go with it. Personally, I think yeah. that the, I'll get more you, into this in my actual argument. What What do you um, think of the title? Because I've heard a lot of people say that they hate it. Like oh, it's, I don't it's, mind. It, it, I don't it's mind way too title. obvious. It's way too on the nose. Yeah, no, I just I'm I'm kind of indifferent to it. I'm I'm not too fussed. Yeah, like it's it is what they, it is. If they if they want to be oh we're way too on the nose, wasn't the entire Marvel intro with Stan Lee? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, nose. that's a good point. That is a very very yeah, good, point. good point. Okay, very. <laughs> thank you very much, Alex. Uh, we're gonna get back to Xander now. What is your pick? Um, 
I don't think there's a way to answer this question without being a little controversial because these okay. are like these are highly rated movies. Um, the one I'm going with though is the only one that anyone's chosen that is that, that is actually a little bit bad. Uh, I'm going with The Dark Knight Rises. Really, the third film in the Dark Knight trilogy. That's yeah. surprising. Um, okay, that is probably the most surprising it, one out of the three of them. Yeah, I, th- I think this this one actually is like it's 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 long, it's boring in a, in a, for a lot of it, and it feels really undercooked. Um, okay, as a as a as a finishing off to this trilogy. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. Okay, right, well, uh, you know how this works. Uh, same as before, uh, the three of these guys are going to fight uh, and uh, find out which is the most overhyped or overrated superhero movie of all time. Guys, are you ready? Yes. Okay, ready? fantastic. Your 10 minutes starts now. We're going to start with David. Okay, so the reason I've gone for Snyder Cut, like I said before, is because of how long we had to wait for this and how kind of it wasn't worth four years of hammering a studio with begging and begging and begging. Yes, it's shit that he got this movie kind of stripped away from him. And then, you know, like Joss Whedon stepped in and made it. But the thing is, we knew the story of this movie in the first place. So we didn't really need to see a four hour version. We just wanted to have a redemption for a character arc. But once again, we didn't need it. It's the most unneeded movie ever. What you're choosing, Xander, is an end to a trilogy. So that's fair enough. That kind of needed to happen because they set up a trilogy. And what you're choosing... Yeah, but this is an end to a trilogy that already happened. It's just an extended version. Um, We already knew the story. Can I ask you a question, David? Go on. Have you seen the original version of Justice League? Have I? Fuck. Right. I think that invalidates David's argument then. Because if you haven't seen the original, then you have no idea how... Atrocious that movie is, and how no. necessary the doesn't, new doesn't matter. Was. It does not matter that, you like me not seeing one film by another film. But then, it, once this, again, I, no, well, this, this movie is a different version of that movie. Yeah, so but it's still the same storyline. I'm not saying it's the same and movie. I think if it's David the same story. The original. I think it's hard for him to say that this movie is overhyped when he hasn't seen how bad the other one was and why this one that came out is so necessary and why what? it is so much better and why it succeeds so much. See, yes, I'm actually, the same I actually time. like the Zack Snyder's Justice League, I think the most on this podcast. Like, because I think I rated it like nine out of ten. I was on a pretty yeah, high did. when I'd seen it. I was like, I was still pretty hyped about it. I'd probably lower it to like an eight if I watched it now, maybe an 8.5. But the fact is, that film, no, my, the weight made, made it almost like as... Like just as good, like it was nowhere near the hype of Endgame or something like that. Um, uh, but no. it was st- it still it, it paid off. It just didn't seem to happen. Well, it wasn't even that Black Panther didn't pay off. It was just kind of more that it it was just the bog standard superhero film that then like received a, like I understand what it represents, right? I'm not saying that I don't, like, I understand very big uh, African-American cast and, well, like, biggest we've seen in years and then for it to be get nominated for Best Picture, that's also amazing. That's that's really, really good. But this is the best superhero movie and it, it's not that great of a superhero movie. Um, like, if, like, 
there are better plots in lots of other Marvel films. And although Killmonger Wait. is is pretty great, but yeah, I'm not a fan. I was gonna say Killmonger is to me the the second best villain in the MCU behind Thanos. Then you got Killmonger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I think, and I, think... A, I think the film that he was in was a way, especially killing him at the end. Like, and I, and I th- think, I think yours, yours was the the thing you you have going for your argument is that it was nominated for best picture, and it's it's not worthy of that. In, I don't we I think we can all agree that it's not worthy of that. Um, but I think the thing like Oscars that year, Bohemian Rhapsody was also nominated for best picture. That and should not that movie be nominated. Is not picture. good. There were multiple mistakes that year, and that also came off the back of the Oscars that year wanting to bring in a popular vote, uh, which was like the pop- popular movies get an award, and people were against that, so instead they implemented it into Best Picture, giving nominations to Bohemian Rhapsody, which made an absurd amount of money, and Black Panther, which was so culturally massive in America, uh, and to, to black and people everywhere, everywhere else, and also made like $1.2 billion. So like yeah, your yours is overhyped, but in that year for for Oscars especially, they had other they had other things going on, which was why it was nominated for Best Picture, not based on its its like merit. Yeah, but um, you could also argue and... that in in another way of phrasing what you are currently saying is it was overhyped so much that it was by the Oscars that it was nominated for Best Picture. I don't think necessarily. I don't think your the film Oscars, was. The Oscars, it, it made a lot of money. It made a lot of money, which was why it was nominated. And because it was so culturally important, which was why it was nominated alongside Bohemian Rhapsody for money reasons. Um, for, on, for The Dark Knight Rises, though, this is sat at 8.4 on IMDb, which puts it at the 73rd greatest movie of all time on that website. That is ridiculous. That is absolutely outrageous. That is yeah, higher think- than most other comic book movies that is higher than Rises. like so many great movies that are on I that think list. it suffers from like what old age of ultron suffered from which is it came after it was a sequel to an amazing film like you had a age of ultron after avengers assemble and then you had dark knight rises after the dark knight and with uh, the most amazing heath ledger performance ever and you can't it was like oh it didn't live up to what it was it wasn't that it was overhyped. Yeah. If anything, I think that this film got the m- amount of hate it received. It deserved. I mean, like, it, well, yeah. You, you say was... that this has this has an eighty-seven okay. percent on Rotten Tomatoes with a ninety percent audience score. That audience score is what's important here. That is insanely high for a movie of this quality. This movie should yeah, be more I did like not know that. Yeah, ninety percent is That's... massive. I was thinking like low seventies or something like that. That's massive. No, no, and it made over a billion at the at the box office. And in twenty twelve, that's a lot of money. Yeah, that's but that's of kind of to be expected so, coming off of like the success of the Dark Knight and how like much that integrated itself into pop culture. Anyway, like I the Dark Knight became yes, one of the biggest so superhero movies ever. Was, so it was coming off of oh, a so huge successful movie already. Overrated. I I, I think I should just point out i think the reason i'm slightly unbiased towards black panther is because i really prefer chadwick boseman's characterization of black panther in uh civil war compared to this I, like, I preferred 
like the kind of like more serious, subtle, and like that bit with Zemo at the end where he's like, "No, you have, uh, you've got to, you've got to stay alive." Like I think I always think that that's yeah. a great scene. Um, Absolutely amazing. And then I didn't, and then you just see him get beaten up by an arguably much more compelling character. Like I'd love it if Black Panther was actually just Killmonger. It was kind of like Infinity War, where it was actually more of an Ultron story than it was. And you could argue that it is kind of more of a Killmonger story. But yeah, I also think that it suffers from having their best action sequence like at the start of the film. Um, but also, like they they had um, the like the fact that they characterized Black Panther so much in Civil War meant they could take time to focus on the villain in this movie, which is something that Marvel was lacking so much of at that time. So having a great villain was important to this movie, and it succeeds in that sense. That is it very really true. does succeed. Yeah, no, that that is very true. But you even just said it before, like you don't think that it should have been nominated for Best Picture. So you also no, think but that I it also, was overhyped. I also explained, though, that it was because the movie made a lot of money and was culturally important. Which is Yeah, but no matter what, that doesn't as, really as, matter as why. You still think they shouldn't have like, been yeah, nominated it's, for it's an Oscar still... in the first place. The argument it's is that it's overrated, it's overrated and overhyped. You're agreeing that it's overrated and overhyped. To the point where it got an Oscar, the reason, they have, or got nominated I'm for an Oscar. I'm saying the reason that it was for. nominated wasn't on merit. It was on the fact that it made a lot of money. That is my argument there. That your, it shouldn't have been Your argument nominated. is backing up your statement it anyway. Nominated. It was nominated because of a different reason. Yeah, you're, you're still so, backing up the fact that like it got nominated in the first place and no matter what, it shouldn't have. Right, guys, we are fast approaching to our final minute. Just get your final arguments in now. One thing I do want to say is but, quickly, like, Xander, I don't think you can invalidate my opinion on the fact that I didn't watch the original because, one, Zack Snyder also hasn't watched the original Justice League anyway. Like, if the director doesn't watch it, why should I watch it? And two, I don't need to see a film, like, to see, like, to know that the director's cut is better or worse. Because I've watched the director's cut of, um, like, I think it's Batman v Superman. I still don't enjoy that movie. Doesn't matter if it's better or worse. I still don't enjoy it. Either way, I can um, watch a film and be, you know, and have my thoughts and opinion on it and know that it's still overrated for four years because this film was hyped for four years, even though they didn't even realize it existed. It wasn't confirmed to exist until a year after. That's right, where the hype comes from. Uh, we're going to just pass over to Alex real quick. Uh, Alex, what's your final argument? Um, I think that this film gets a lot of... It, 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 what it represented, yeah, it's great, but I don't think that as a film, it is as great as everyone makes it out to be. It didn't make me go, wow. I thought that it has a bit... It's got very sloppy CGI. And if we're talking about films that have been nominated for like cultural things like why why do we not talk more about like us like by jordan peele jordan Pe that should have been nominated for way more stuff i've just got the awards and nominations up and it says it was it was nominated for five things um and then that you compare that to black panther and it's just like they've put something that as Sanders said has made a lot of money and because it has made a lot of money they've hyped it up so much when there are other things that are i don't know more creative out there 
Guys, a very, very well done. That was that was oh, tense. Do, that do, one. Do I, do I get a, do I get a closing? You spoke statement? a you, lot. You got a clo You got a closing statement. No, I didn't. Like, I had a closing nah. statement. Right, right, You've fine, been you know able to say it. Get a fine. Get a closing statement. Uh, in real I, quick. I want to throw David under the bus one more time. This movie, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, has seventy-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes and fifty-four percent on Metacritic. Which also has a fifty-four on to, Metascore. Uh, most, hey, that's David. what I just said. That, oh, right. So that has that is fairly well balanced in terms of like rating so i think look at the audience uh, score though that that that, ans that answers that score there you that no you question, you right? you were going you off were... of audience score before look right. at the audience score ladies there you that's go all but i'm got saying time for. also the critic score is higher for for both of our movies so okay well guys that was absolutely so i can say so. that was intense and we're over this round. Everything that you say <laughs> from this point onwards uh, will be null and void and won't count. Xander's um, a cunt. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> um, Joe, Joe, what did you think? That was that was tense. It's like to listening to squabbling children. It really is, isn't it? It's like you know. <laughs> yeah, I no, I agree. Listening to it though, I was listening I to like... most of that as well, and I fully agree I with everything. I just feel like the pair are just like I just I just cleaned this mess. Can you not like just keep it clean for, clean for ten for minutes? Ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. Um. Seriously, that was a, that was that was a good argument. Um. I'm really really struggling here to kind of pick a winner because I I do I I see I see everyone's points. Um. Um. Joe, were there I, any facts to clear up? Yeah, so um, just quickly, two of these films feature Batman. Yeah, uh -huh. in case you didn't know. <laughs> um, really, Batman is in Batman. no way. I, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. That's but no, um, Xander. The audience score is not ninety-five; it's ninety for uh, Dark Knight Rises. I do not. Oh, yeah, I would say ninety-five for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. Ah, very sorry. No, ninety-four. No I think way. you'll find. Ha -ha! Yes. Ha -ha. So, uh -huh. yeah, Standard Cut got the highest audience score. Um, okay. And Black Panther got the lowest at 79%. Right. Okay. So, what we're saying is uh, Xander's bullshit, right? Yeah. Okay, great. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being shafted here. Good. Okay, Joe, uh, in your opinion, who do you think should take this one? Oh, it's a tricky one. It's a very tricky one. I'm still padding for time to try and make my mind up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm an R for a bit while you're doing that. Um, oh great. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm we're doing both, for we're you. Both get, we're both me and Ring. Okay. Um, uh, I believe is... <laughs> I haven't seen Dark Knight Rises, so you I can't. Haven't seen Dark Knight I haven't Rises. got. I haven't got the the, the full context. Mm. However, Ooh. the original cut of Justice League came out. Uh, November 17th, 2017 and then Snyder Cut came out 18th of March, 2021 that's a long time and although I love the film overhyped, yes so I'm oh, going with David that is, yeah <laughs> no, no, you, you raise a good point, you really do and like cause... remember guys, it's based on the arguments not what your own yeah, opinions. I know, I know, I know but um, obviously like, opinions <laughs> will, will come again. into this because, you know, we get, you know okay, so Let's boil this down, okay? So, let's break this down. God, I really don't know. I really don't know. For me, right now, it's between 
Alex. Oh, the and David. Oh, are you taking? <laughs> David didn't fucking say anything for You didn't let me say anything. You would not David, shut yeah. the didn't fuck say up. Anything because he knew he was wrong. No, because you wouldn't shut so up. You literally yeah. would not right. stop talking. I've made a decision. I've made You're a decision. A okay, I am gonna give the point. To Mr. Alex Woods. Yes! I think, yeah. I, think, I was yeah. honestly thinking Alex I, as well because genuinely it yeah. is way more overrated and kind of overhyped than Dark Knight yeah, Rises that, that, was. That was an I've got to say, I've got to say that it shouldn't have been David like, in, the, in, the, in James's last two pickings. It should have been. Oh, no, I know. I just <laughs> said that to an. Yeah, Xander. no, 100%. I, I literally said that just to annoy Xander. I, I'd, I'd made my mind up. I just wanted to annoy Xander. That's You're all. a dickhead, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, you love me, really? No. Fine. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> so, congratulations, Alex. Uh, you, uh, you, you take that one. Um, that was like, that, like I keep saying, that was tense. Uh, okay, so it is now time uh, for the third round. Uh, this one is quite an interesting one. Uh, you're being attacked. Here's the scene. You're being attacked, okay? It's a crazy psycho guy, okay? He's got a load of friends, all right? He's coming after you, okay? He's going to kill you, right? You're on your own. But you have an unlimited arsenal of pop culture weapons to pick from. You guys are going to pick three weapons out of every movie ever, and you can defend yourselves with those weapons. I'm going to go over to Alex first. What do you defend yourself with? So, I've gone... I've thought about... i put a lot of thought into this. This is it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've got a good three roster. Um, okay. so my first choice is Asajj Ventress's lightsabers from okay. Star Wars The Clone Wars movie. Sure. Um, my second choice is the Elder Wand. From Harry Potter. Interesting. And my third choice is the Yaka Arrow, which is Yondu's arrow from Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Okay. We're going to pass uh, straight over to Xander. What are you picking? Um. So. So I went with um. I went with Stormbreaker. Uh, okay. Thor's second hammer yep, yep. from the MCU. Uh, I chose the uh, the minigun from Terminator Two okay. that. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uses. Okay. And I used and I chose to go with the grappling gun uh from Batman eighty nine. You see that's that's an interesting one. You know, I didn't yeah. I didn't expect you to do one because that's technically yeah, not I'll, a weapon, I'll, but you know it's, it's I'll, very I'll, I'll I'll explain it more when we when we get into the argument. Nice, 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 nice. Okay. All right, and finally David, uh what are you picking? Uh quickly, just wanna like correct Xander. Stormbreaker is not a hammer. I mean it is referenced as a hammer. So it's an it's, 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 it's a it's a hammock. <laughs> Jesus Christ, David. Uh, so, firstly, I'm going with Scott's self respect sword from Scott Pogan vs. Okay. the World. Yep. Um, the noisy cricket from Men in Black, the little blaster that it that could. Okay. And the BFG 9000 from the Doom 2005 movie. I've cheated That's... a tiny bit there because I did go for a video game weapon, but it's a video game movie, I so was... fuck you all. Yeah, I was going to say that is that is very cheaty, but I'll allow it. It's a so, movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's in the all movie, right. that's all it matters. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Okay, right. So same again, guys. You've got 10 minutes to argue amongst yourselves and decide who has the best kit and is most likely to survive the oncoming attack, which will most likely kill you if you didn't have these weapons. Good luck.
Okay, so picture this, right? Walking down the street, man attacks you, and he's he's immune to all of these things. Stormbreaker, minigun, grappling gun, Scott's self-respect sword, noisy cricket, BFG 9000, all of those things do no damage to him. What do you do? You use three weapons that I've picked. <laughs> uh, basically, the most powerful wand in the entire world. Like, you can't get more powerful. And it has chosen me. It's like on Take Me Out. It appeared in the, <laughs> in the elevator. It picked me. Same with the Yakka Arrow, right? That, that shit, you got you got a whistle real good to be able to do that. And got a musical background, so I feel like whistling, uh, uh, it's my strong point. I mean, not right now, I'd have to give a little bit of practice into it, but that's besides the point, because even if the arrow failed, I've got these badass lightsabers that aren't just as cool, they're cooler than Darth Maul's lightsabers, because they break apart into two lightsabers. Darth Maul's doesn't do that. Athmore doesn't do that. You can't do that. If you do that, you break it. As you saw at the end of that film that it's in, I can't currently Phantom Menace. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, you're, you get, you're walking away from that battle alive. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so, one thing. So, so for mine, I, oh, I, I was going to uh, go through mine. Uh, so, so, so Stormbreaker, you know, obviously it's Thor's powerful axe. Sorry, David. Um, <laughs> Good boy. Um, th this gives you the ability to have like you know lightning come down as well and it can help you teleport and such uh to and from asgard and other realms uh the minigun it's just a big fuck off gun like you know if there's a horde of men coming at me i don't think they're all going to be bulletproof and also i went for the grappling gun because this is a tactical choice because if i'm in a sticky situation i use that grappling gun i fire myself out of there it's basically like, like having spider-man's webs you shoot it up you swing away, but instead you've got a grappling gun from Batman, so you look cooler doing it because it's Batman. You can throw it anywhere, you can it can pull you up, it can swing you away, done. You're out of there. Why would you use the grappling gun if you can use Stormbreaker to get away? Yeah, that's just one, kind of a useless thing because you're trying to get away with something but you can fly with Stormbreaker. Also, you've like, got to like think about the weight of that minigun. you got to think of the weight of the minigun, <laughs> you've also got to think of the weight of Stormbreaker. That is going to hurt having that on your back no 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 because I, I feel like stonebreaker is one of those things where it's not actually heavy to the okay so it could be weight, weightless to the person wielding it, it yeah but you're, the mini gun it's a mini gun you're, forget, you're forgetting that in this scenario in this imagination no 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 no, no, no. you've got nothing else up, i'm massive no, you're, like the no, you have nothing I'm else. Huge, you are I've yourself. Got muscles, I've got a no, sexy body. You are yourself. No, 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 no. Children, please. Oh. Okay, Xander, you are just you. And that's it is just your weapons. So. That's exactly. severely disappointing then. I don't want to be myself anymore. Um, No, that, that, that got really dark. No, um, it's a minigun. You're going to hold it. Yeah, yeah but it's heavy it. as I'm a strong fuck. Enough, I'm a strong enough guy. You hold it and you stand there and fire. It's so easy. Yeah, but to how are you going to get away with the with the grappling gun? Is that going to be able to hold the weight of you and the and the minigun? And there's also the fact that like the gun. then yeah, you're but, useless, but, but aren't you? You've yours, only got David? Stormbreaker. Then I've got what, Stormbreaker. What about yours? So Scott's self-respect sword is essentially kind of like a lightsaber but more of a sword it's got an actual blade to it so it can cut easier what? the noisy cricket is literally the bi 
like the best weapon in my arsenal. You'd think it'd be the BFG 9000, but no, because this tiny little thing, I could sellotape to my hand and I could take out 20 to 30 people with one shot and it would propel me backwards, which gets me more to safety. And Xander, you said that the minigun is a big fuck off gun. The BFG literally stands for big fucking gun. And is able yeah, to so. take out God knows how many people and the ter- like terrain around it in a huge radius because it's a huge ball of energy. It doesn't have ammo either. You will run out of ammo in your minigun. I won't run out of ammo in any of my things. Can I, can I just butt, butt in here real quick? Because you just said that your sword would cut better than a lightsaber. It would, no, just it um, would cut like a lightsaber. Um, also, the noisy cricket taking out thirty people at once. You watched, yeah, you watched Yonder do that with the with the arrow in Guardians of the Galaxy. That's not a once, though. That's one by one. Bro, bro, did he did he move? No, Elder Wand. Anyway, I can just block all this shit. I can cut your gun in half with my lightsaber. Same with yours, Xander. And your shitey grappling gun. I don't even know why you fucking got it. <laughs> For tactical <laughs> reasons. Yeah, your tactical reasons. You've got Stormbreaker. You know what? Listen, I've lost this one. I'm going to back Alex up. David, your ones are shit. <laughs> no, they're actually not, though. Because the BFG 9000 can kill a lot of people in one go. The Noisy Wait, Cricket can, can kill a lot of people in one go. Anybody that gets close to me, Scott's self-respect sword. Boom. Dude, the lightsaber can, can cut through away. your sword. Yeah, but we're not fighting in this scenario. We're fighting other people. In this scenario that James has explained, we are not fighting each other. We are fighting a horde of enemies. A lightsaber can cut through people easier than a sword. I mean, like, my sword can cut through just as many people, though. Hey, hey, just, like, don't just like stick this to the scenario I've got. Okay, just go, go wild with this. Go, go wild. No, I'm going. I'm going with the scenario. Fits my. It fits my scenario. It fits. Oh, okay, me. sure, sure. Because not like in this in this situation that anybody gets close to me, I'm not going to need to whistle. I'm not going to need to shout out some random spell. All I need is a sword. No, I, actually, if you're powerful enough to you use the elder wand, you don't like when when you're an older wizard, you don't actually have to say. He's it. not an older wizard though, is he? Al- oh, it's Alex as he is now. Wand. It's if Alex he's as he the is elder now. Wand, then he's the clearly elder a powerful wand. wizard. The wand has chosen me. Do you not remember the whole take me out thing? The whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> is yeah. that going to be the next flat anyway, moon like music video? I've got video. a fucking arrow. I mean, that's pr- quite possibly my most useless. You have thing. to keep whistling for that, though. Like you, you genuinely have to keep whistling for that to take control. Yeah. And um, you have to focus on the arrow alone, as far as I'm aware. Hey, I've got I've got a fucking massive Mohican. If you saw me with a blue Mohican coming towards you, wielding a wand. Have you got a blue Mohican? I will do if I use the Yaka arrow because it's connected to the thing that you've got to wear oh, on yeah. top of your head. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, I, right, so we're coming up to the uh, very end here. Uh, Xander, have you just given up? <laughs> yes, he has. Well, there's no way I'm going to win this because these guys are like, let's go grappling gun. I'm trying to explain why. And they're just like, well, you shit, aren't you? So okay, I'll like, okay. tell you what, tell you what. Okay, final argument for your uh, for, for your weapons then. Listen, um, like da- David's, David made a comment when we were um, make, picking these out. And he said, when I picked the minigun, he said, I can just jump out of the way. 200 meters away. Jump out of, the way of a bullet. 200 and meters away. Bullet, <laughs> you can. A thousand bullets. 
Dude, that BFG, it's a big fucking gun. Like, it's the, if, if you're saying that I can jump, you can jump out of the way of a minigun, I can jump out of the way of your big fucking gun 9000. Yes, you I can. can. Jump out of the way of that. You can. But you can't jump out of the and, way of the noisy cricket because it's too small pick, and pick, too fast. You've picked you pick two guns, which means I can jump out of the way of both of those, using your logic here, where you can jump out of the way of guns. Well, one, um, I can jump out of the way of a gun, yes. I, I, think, I think Alex... Anybody can jump out of the way of a gun coming out here. Um, out here. Because if one of his breaks, then he's got backups for it. All right, let's pa let's, speaking of Alex, let's pass over to Alex now. What's your final argument, mate? Um, All I'm saying is, you can't really even fathom beating someone who has the, the setup. Like, you just start... Because it's so unassuming. They're so I've got the smallest load, load as well. I'd just like to say, I'm probably, probably going to be the most agile out of all of us when we're, when we're battling. And and so I think that that puts me above it. I've got both the the all of my bases covered, and the elder one can do fucking everything. I can turn into a cat. <laughs> all right, okay, okay. <laughs> all right, uh, uh, David, David, what about you then? What, 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 what have you got left to say? Okay, so one thing I'm going to say about Sanders minigun: one, it has bullets. It's the minigun from T2. It's basically a standard minigun. You will run out of ammo. Two. My argument was 200 meters away, you can go dodge a, actually a decent amount because it can't travel too fast. You can just about dodge out of the way. And also, I've got to wait, like, you've got to wait for that to spool up to be able to start firing. What I can see that spooling up. We're still seriously talking about the fact that David thinks he can dodge a I can. minigun. I can. <laughs> but then there's hey, also hey, the we're, fact we're, we're that. Hey, let, let me speak. <laughs> let me speak. I'll let you speak. Little prick. Anyway, it's oh, also got to okay. spool up, so I've got you've got to wait for that. What if they get to you in that time? You've got nothing to protect you because you've got to drop the gun, then get Stormbreaker out. Whereas I have the no right. no noisy cricket tessellataped to my fucking hand. Guys, uh, well done. That was uh, that was probably my favorite round. That one, I think. Like, that was David that was, spent was so much time arguing me when I yeah. gave up halfway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if Alex doesn't get the me? job here, then it's rigged. Uh, uh, like, uh, as, oh as no, Alex David, gets the like, job. As for David's argument of like you know saying that he, he can dodge a bullet, you know I don't think he can. But I can. <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know what I've done. <laughs> He's oh no, I know Barry no, Allen, no. fastest man alive. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, Joe. What did you think? Uh, anything you notice that these guys said that you want to like bring up? I can't look at the box office on these weapons. I do have another one going on, on eBay. What, what's, what's Dumbledore selling sell that for on eBay? Or what, what does he want? Like you know, Dumbledore the man. Yeah, yeah. I'll give him a tenner for it. What, what does he want? Um. Well, Voldemort's got it at the moment, so uh, he does. He Actually, no. Well, no it's at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, it is. It's snapped in half. Never mind. Yeah, this leads mind. this leads me on to my um my decision. But if you want to go first, James. Uh no, I th I think I think it's best that we, that we have you go first because I've got the penultimate uh, penultimate choice. Okay, I have a lot to say on this. Oh, so starting off with David. First of all, you cannot dodge a bullet. Scott, <laughs> <laughs> um, self-respect sword. You need self-respect for that. So, <laughs> no, I got it noisy from Scott. Cricket. That noisy cricket's blowing you back. You don't. Yeah, want exactly. BFG one is a shit title, and also, if you're going to kill someone, hypothetically, you oh want you, you don't want 
you want like blood and guts. You don't want it to like just disperse them instantly. <laughs> I mean, you want to well, look at them and go, that, "I killed that person." Well, well, Joe, that totally depends. Like, you know, if you, what, what if you're me, for instance? Joe, I'm really sorry. I, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm not with you there. Like, <laughs> like also, yeah, yeah, Joe, yeah, the BFG like... actually explodes everything into viscera. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. So That's, I hate it even more. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, so, so David's last for you, then, yeah. Yeah, David. Okay. Big no. Um, yeah, fast. Alex, um, you did say it's the the smallest load to carry, so that's a big plus. Um, mm -hmm. for the Wonderful. arrow, if you, if you can't whistle, it's useless. <laughs> um, the older wand, <laughs> and you besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> With the older wand, he literally snaps it at the end, so. <laughs> It's not a very good weapon. No, 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 but it's from. Yeah, after, but like that, that, not, like let, let's that... let's take it as though it's fine. Like you know. It's... Okay. Um, yeah. it, put some you can only use it if it. You can only use it if it's yours. And if not. Yeah, it's chosen. Yeah, him. I, go out your way and kill loads of people. It chose me. Oh. Why don't take me um. Hmm. Well, no, like the well, the elder wand works a little bit differently than regular ones. It's got to be beaten. So, the wizard that yeah, you have to kill the, the wizard that owns it before has to be beaten by somebody else who has a less powerful wand, but like a stronger, uh, not necessarily like willpower, but like uh, like that sort of thing. But in terms of magic, allegiance, it's they, they've got to be like worth more magic basically, and then they they beat it, and uh, they own the elder wand from that point onwards until they're beaten. Yeah. So Alex has beaten uh, someone, and uh, he has the wand. <laughs> oh, thank you. However, I'm not going with Alex. Really? I think Xander really has the best menagerie of weapons here. You see, okay. um, Xander's has what were you gonna say, the most interesting. I can tell you that much. Like, not not in terms of um, like you, you know the weapons themselves, but the most interesting picks and why he's picked them. I think. Um, well, I think he's been very clever here. Why do you think he's been clever? So, Stormbreaker. Mm -hmm. Shit name, by the way. But, <laughs> very powerful. Okay. Uh, you've got your, your melee weapon. That's your melee weapon. Yeah, yeah. The minigun. You've got your gun, and it's a very good gun. Okay. Um, and grappling gun. It gets you far away so you can use your gun at long distance. Get yeah. away from danger quickly. He's been very smart about this, and I appreciate that. Stormbreaker also does that, though. No, uh, but, 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 okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, at the beginning of this, I thought Xander was going to win. Really? I really, really did. I really He's thought Xander was going to win. Me off. He's doing and, this to piss me off. Again. No, no, no. And then it was the comment that I think it was Alex made. Uh, about Stormbreaker literally being able to summon the Bifrost. And then the entire argument just fell apart. Unfortunately. Uh, I'm not even saying that to be funny or to piss Xander off or any of that. That yeah. is just how it is. Like, it was such a good argument. And then you said, uh, and then Alex said, yeah, but like, Stormbreaker can just do that. Why do you need the grappling gun? And. For me, that just makes it all fall apart. Like if you if you'd have picked something now, else instead of that grappling gun, I reckon you might have won this. However, you've seen four Ragnarok. I have. Hella gets in the Bifrost with them. What if mm -hmm. the person you're up against goes in with you? You don't want that. Well, that's where. Follow you. Yeah, you're but arguing wait. against Xander. 
Well, so that can call him why he need why he needs the grappling gun as well. Yeah, but like that's where like Heimdall would come in. Can I can like, I you know, can Heimdall I say something that might, like, so. that might give Xander's uh, grappling gun more use? Go on. You can bring people towards him as well. Ooh. For mm. the ladies, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, no. He could also like, just go towards them. <laughs> no. You're not you're again, you're not wrong, and I don't wanna get part of this you know, I don't wanna become part of this debate, but like Stormbreaker does all this stuff for you. It yeah. like you, you chuck it, it just boomerangs, kills everyone it needs to, and it just comes back to you. Like it, not going for the it while, while they're, prisoners. While they're distracted by Stormbreaker going off around them, they can just shoot them in the middle. Um for me, okay, is that, is that everything you've got to say, Joe? Yeah, I'm going for Sander. All right, okay. Uh, for me, uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna uh, go with Sander. I'm sorry, mate. You, like, I, I, seriously, no worries, I really. No worries, go I'll send you that five and later. Yeah. Sander, <laughs> <laughs> right? Seriously, I think you really could have won this if you didn't pit that grappling gun. Like, if it was something else, I reckon this would be yours. Uh, but I am gonna go with, and for me, it's a very clear winner. Alex Woods. Yeah. I'm yeah. going for, I'm go, I'm going for Alex Woods. I think um this Thanks is definitely James. uh one it's easy to maneuver, uh two it's a lightsaber. Uh three <laughs> uh, the elder one. There is some bias um, here. <laughs> no, no like <laughs> no it's a lightsaber. That's all that's all you need. Like no, it's not yeah, Never mind. It, but like you've yeah. got like the elder one so say you know you're not very confident with all the you know bullet deflections or whatever it is, you know any of that. You've got the elder wand, okay? So you just you, know, you just block all that stuff away. You, you, you can the... turn all you can turn all their guns into rabbits. And then if and then if you're feeling really really cocky and you just want to look really cool, you can just use the acker arrow, okay? Like you don't even need that. That's just an accessory at that point. You only need those first two weapons. Can I just ask Alex um, a question? Go on, Alex. Can you whistle? It's a good point. Oh. Can you whistle? <laughs> okay. Okay. Joe. I shall have a think. Because, because, as far as I'm concerned, that, that strip of something on your head, uh, that means you could possibly use any sort of like frequency that came out so of you. So you can fart. I could like, hey, could, like a, aggress he just starts growling and it just starts killing people it would it would be like very poetic like as as i was killing you i'd be singing and it would be like (laughs) all i can think of though is like imagine the you know the song at the star of x factor imagine how many people you could kill with that just going Oh, would it go are, faster or would it just yeah, yeah. go super slow? That's <laughs> a good question. Um, anyway. So, Joe, so Joe uh, have you been able to find anything? I'm having a look now. It says sonic frequency, so I don't know if that's uh, that, exclusive. That would... To I would just that, like would... To that opera singing I just did was definitely... <laughs> Dogs <laughs> definitely heard it. <laughs> I think I think we're gonna. I th- honestly, I think we're gonna have to go with whistling. Like I think, like if we're going from the movie, bit... we know it's whistling. Yeah. So I think it would have to be whistling. So Alex, can you whistle? I mean, like, it, it's um no. <laughs> you already got the point. Uh, you already got the point. Yeah, no, you've already got the point. Yeah, that's like, why like, I asked like it. After. Said, 
by that point it's like that those first two weapons won you the round anyway like that, that like that, that final weapon it's just an accessory you don't even need it, it is. it's it cosmetic is. exactly it's a 10 pound cosmetic dlc all three well done. one in my eyes <laughs> Thanks, Joe. No, seriously, like Xander had it until Alex said, no, I, I "Stormbreaker." Think I I didn't even realize that you could just chuck Stormbreaker and get away. Like the grappling gun to me was entirely just to bring people towards them. I feel like you underutilized that argument more. Why didn't other like, you get you... the? Anyway, yes, I but... fucked up. Let's move on. Like, Let's move like on. imagine grappling hooking someone and holding Stormbreaker in your other hand. Like in the finale of Invincible, and then Honestly, like, someone's oh face no. comes flying towards oh, Stormbreaker, oh no. and Sometime... splits it in half. Oh. That would be a badass death. I mean, yeah, it would, but Stop. no, at the same time. Okay. <laughs> 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 really, really wish we like this podcast. You know, we recorded, you know, the face cam and stuff, and put that on social media because that would have been so funny to see Xander's face just go from like dead smiley to just like oh, oh. When, Alec, when Alex said that <laughs> <laughs> alright okay right uh, let's move on uh, to the next round then okay so uh, the 2010s uh, were obviously a very very big uh, you know big decade for action movies uh, but which film has the best action sequence of the 2010s uh, Xander I'm going to go over to you first what do you think the obvious choice here. I didn't go with an American release. Um, I went with an Indonesian release, and it is The Raid 2. Okay. And uh, the, the specific action sequence I'm going with from that movie is the kitchen fight from the end of the movie. Okay. Um, it is a masterclass in action choreography, and um, it's not only the best action sequence of the 2010s, it's one of the greatest action sequences of all time. Alright, nice, nice. Okay. Right, David, uh, what are you picking? I've gone for the opposite spectrum of like less, you know, just gratuitous violence and epic action and more drama uh, um, with the tunnel fight from Snowpiercer. Okay, right. We're just going to pass it over to Alex now. Uh, final final point. Alex, what are you picking uh, for your best action sequence of the 2010s? I'm picking um, the hallway fight scene, the spinning hallway fight scene from Inception. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, right, guys, uh, you know how this works. You've been doing this all night. <laughs> you have got 10 minutes to argue amongst yourselves who has got the best action sequence of the 2010s. We're going to pass over to Xander first. Your 10 minutes starts now. Okay, um, I think my fight is the superior fight to these because um, it's, for one thing, it's the final fight in the movie. So the tension from the film, from this two and a half hour movie, has all built up to this moment. And the villain who's who he's fighting is actually like a main villain from the movie. It's not just some random thug or nameless stuntman that he that they're fighting against. It's this it's these two guys. They've been shown to be absolute badasses all the way through. This villain especially, this villain has been like completely untouched throughout the entire movie. He's been killing so many people, so many people that the main guy has trusted and liked, and characters that you can you uh, you connect with. And then he comes in to fight Eco Uace at the end, and it is legendary. If you Google best action sequences of all time, this one will come up. It will be one of the top results. Um, it took an entire eight days to film, and e- probably months of choreography before that. Um, and it's. It is absolutely phenomenal. The choreography is stunning. 
The choreography now, is stunning, but was it was it physically taken place inside of a giant spinning corridor that the actors actually were just in because they built that? If we're talking about preparation makes the action scene, then look at Christopher Nolan for that. Because bloody hell, a lot of preparation must have gone into making a spinning corridor. See, I I I wanna I wanna argue with yours by saying like Christopher Nolan makes great movies, but he's not the best at making action. You see that from the Dark Knight films specifically. He's yeah, really you're, bad at shooting action. You're, you're taking Inception, action. You're taking yeah, action it, as fighting, but I'm taking yeah. action as uh, what the what everyone else in the world sees as an action sequence, which is something where there is action happening on scene and it's exciting. Yeah, there is, and there is there a hallway spinning. And and he's got like he's the only person left, and all of these people are coming to get him. Well, on this level of the dream, anyway. Like the stakes are high. He's responsible for everyone else, and they're all coming to get him. And it's all and this everything that is currently happening is all against the plan. So you you're very stressed. When I remember watching it for the first time, I was like, "Whoa, this is amazing! This is amazing!" And then if I wanted to see people beat up people in the kitchen, I'd just watch Hell's Kitchen. But I think. I think the, you, the one thing you have over mine is scale. The spectacle of yours is amazing, but mine is so simple. It's just a white kitchen with loads of knives and cutlery around and like a wine fridge. And these two guys are just going at it. The state of the of the kitchen at the end of it, it's all white floors, white, uh, white walls. It's covered in blood by the end because these guys are just kicking the absolute snot out of each other. And it's phenomenal to watch. The first time I saw it, Jaw was on the floor the entire time see i just want to interject now and say you two have gone for something that's like tension for fighting and tension for the movie and like building up this tension for the next sequence mine's building up the tension of the fact that you don't really know if any like what characters are going to die in this section mine's the dramatic scene and that's why this one works so well because it's not just a fight scene it's not just an action scene it's a story beat as well and not only that it's going through a tunnel where it's pitch black and only some people are in an advantage like the other half of the people are in an advantage because they have night vision goggles these guys don't it is pure chaos for them and they have no clue who they're hitting it's the fact that it's and this it's, these two teams of people. It's not just two people or one person versus a load. It's two teams battling it out just to get through to the next carriage during this I, entire I, I've got, tunnel. I've got to say, I can't even lie here. That scene is really good. It's because incredible. Like, also, like you've got like where, where like the gaps in the tunnel are. You get like shots of light in, and it, exactly it, it looks really good. I just think mine is better. That's yours is your better scene. when it comes to actual fighting and choreography i will agree there yes. and it's a more fun scene to watch but yes, when it comes to an action wanna... sequence i don't always want fun to, can we harken back to when xander was talking about statistics before i just went on a best action scenes of the 2010 list yeah all three of these um, are on it no 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 mine and yours are david <laughs> but... But there is one the prison from fight. the raid too, but it's it's the prison fight. It is not the kitchen fight. And when I'm thinking back to the raid too, I by the time that's... it's got to the end, I kind of don't care anymore. I'm like, oh god, I've seen so much fighting. But that prison fight, quite near the start, banging, 
banging action scene. That prison yeah, fight the, lives the in my head rent free. The the this, honestly the kitchen fight I kind of forgot happened before this, this list. movie. The, the set the, both of these movies have an abundance of great action sequences, but I'm going with the kitchen fight because it is like David said again. It's a story beat. Like, this is a story beat. This is the final guy that this guy has to beat. And we've seen this other guy fight so many of our of our other heroes throughout the movie. Um, and our hero has just been, like, beaten up in, a, in, like, a restaurant. Then he's gone straight to the boss. The boss has been killed. He's been beaten up. He's then just been in a, a great car chase. And then, like, probably broken loads of ribs and stuff like that. And he's fought... fought fought off so many people in this warehouse already including the two other big henchmen that he that have been killing other people then he finally gets to this guy and it's like you're tired for him you're like oh god now this guy and because this guy is the worst guy because he's just smiling at him the whole time he's got a real shit-eating grin on his face the entire movie and you you feel the catharsis at the end when he does get him you're like finally like this movie ha- that when he get, gets him at the end, when he finally finishes him off, it's the biggest sigh you can finally breathe. It's the last moment of like, oh, just, just like, relax. You have the final moment of relaxation. You have this fight scene is intense. It's great, and I love it. And it's more memorable than your two. Actually, that's not true. The Inception one's really good, but it's more memorable than the Soul Piercer one for definite. I mean, it's not more memorable because I rem- I didn't remember it. I remembered the prison fight from the raid two. That's when you said the raid two. I thought, oh, the prison fight, but no, it was the kitchen you know, fight for some reason. And also the fact that the, the intensity is kind of taken away by the fact that this movie paints this guy as indestructible, and he's gone through so many fights, and he's still indestructible. You kind of know he's going to win. You don't really know who's going to win in in the tunnel fight because you it, know that so like this, there's so much action going on you don't know who's going to die in this you kind of know that the bad guy's going to die because you're rooting against him the entire time the movie tells you yeah this guy's a cunt can't wait for you to see him get killed this final bit is almost daredevil s like the daredevil tv show i i would not be surprised if uh, if this movie was a reference from da- for daredevil um on netflix hang on, because hang on. there are no no well, we, this. we weren't no, allowed because, because he walked in, in yeah, we're, we're, we're not. No, we're not allowed to. No, 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 no. This is this is a TV show you're talking about, Alexander. This is a movie. Not, you can't reference TV shows. I'm not shows talking here. about. I'm not talking about a TV show. I'm saying I would not be surprised. Like, like. Oh right, okay. What I'm saying is that you guys love that Daredevil fi- fighting style, where he's like tired. This is where they probably got it from, or like, thought, or like was like saw this and was like, wow, that'd be really cool if like you saw how tired he was because he walks into this warehouse at the end and he's already fight he's already fought off so many people and he's just he's limping in and then he like he has to turn it on it's like he's he's getting hurt and he's not falling down and it's taking him a, a bit longer to get up and fight other people before he moves on and then he's got to fight these other two guys and then he gets to this guy it's like oh my god and you feel bad for him and then he finally does this fight and it's such a legendary fight like these this these curved knives that this bad guy has are a great, great movie weapon, and like because right. he, he can wrap it around the back of your kneecaps and like cut from there. It's so it, it's it's a really cool weapon in a really great fight scene. 
God, now down the backs of my kneecaps feel really weird. Guys, we're coming into oh, our sorry, final sorry. minute. <laughs> we're coming into our final minute. Get your final arguments in now. Quickly, Xander. Why, once again, I just to want Xander to say... First. Oh, go on. Or David. Okay, I'm going to take four because I already started talking. Xander, once again, you keep on saying that this is the most memorable fight scene in this film, but both me and Alex have both told you that we didn't think of this film when you said, like this fight when you said The Raid 2. And whenever I think of The Raid 2, I never think of the kitchen fight. I always think of the prison fight scene because of how much is happening and how entertaining that bears to watch. After seeing through two and a half hours of this movie, I'm just thinking, okay, I kind of want this just to end. But that's so close to the to the beginning that I'm just pumped the entire way through the prison fight scene. Thanks very much. Thanks very much, David. Uh, Xander, what, what's your final argument? I think Alex has been kind of let off lightly here. I think when when we're talking about action sequences, I think of like fighting and the the fighting in Inception. Like, sure, the spectacle is there, but the actual fighting and action isn't there for me in that scene like right, you don't, right, don't right, care yeah. about who he's fighting whereas you care about both of these characters you're like okay i want this guy to win i want this guy to lose in snowpiercer again that short sure, there's it's a big battle but you don't care about who's on the other side you care about one side you don't care about the other you don't physically want the other people mm -hmm. to die you want this one guy to get killed at the end of this okay right that's nice. right alex final point um I've seen the Raid Two once, and I, I don't actually remember anything from it. And oh, okay. I, I was only reminded of the the prison scene when I looked at that list. Um, so it wasn't really the most memorable action scene to me because I'm the opposite to Xander. I don't need it to just be fighting. As far as I'm concerned, I can I can take or leave fighting. Like, I would never watch the Raid Two on my own. I'd watch it with some friends, have some beers. But like uh -huh. Makes sense. Inception is a film that I could definitely enjoy on my own. And that is one of the highest points of action in the in the film. And you can't just take, you can't just say it's not an ac action sequence because there's, the, I mean, there's still fighting in it. It's not like there's just a, just a spinning corridor. If you, if you there was an anime that it was based on. I can't uh, remember the name of it, um, but it's great. And it, that is also, uh, if we're talking about what it has maybe taken inspiration from or given inspiration to then I feel like Inception is just as good, that scene is just as good an action scene as that, if not better, because it's got it's in a well, spinning corridor. Well, guys, thank you very much. Uh, you did really, really well, every single one of you. I've got to pass over to Joe now. Uh, what, did you, what did you take from this, mate? Oh, yes, three very good action sequences. Mm -hmm. um, just start off, uh, Alex, you mentioned how uh, there was an anime that uh, inspired the corridor fight that was um satoshi Kon's paprika which came out in 2006 um no i'm just sorry the fact that he's just called paprika that inspired this spinning hallway <laughs> scene oh no nah, david if you've not seen it you've got go go and watch it it's great i will it, I'd, I'd, I'd argue that it's actually better and maybe i should have probably chosen that but it wasn't in the 2010s so i couldn't do that fair point um, I believe that, you know, context and story plays a big part in this. And I think for that reason, I have to go with uh, the Inception hallway fight. Not, you know, it's it's so imaginative how, you know, the... I get what you're saying, on. but like, we're not, we're not basing this off of, um, like, 
the actual films themselves were based on this oh, other no, no, world. No, no, I think on its, on its yeah. own, it's still a very oh, good Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're not, no, you're not right. Because um, it's not just that. It's also intercut with them crashing in yeah, real life. It is, in yeah. Slow motion. So, yeah, in slow motion. An incre- that's an incredible movie. I love Inception. Um, and I think I, lo- I like the tunnel fight in Snowpiss. I think that's very good. Not, not as good as Inception. And the kitchen fight, it's just a bit bland. It's very samey throughout, I think. Yeah. Okay, right. So, so I, uh, thought, if... I, I thought I was absolutely... Xander picked The Raid 2 first. And then I've not seen Snowpiercer, but I know that the action in it is amazing. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that I've actually seen just the tunnel fight that David is talking about because it so is that good of an action scene. So and the, the hallway scene, though, I was like, I've got to pick something that looks cool. Because I I was convinced that Xander actually has picked the best like fighting film. But then he picked the kitchen fight. <laughs> and I don't I don't remember the kitchen fight at all. Like at all. Like the, the cool, they fought in a kitchen. He was, they were fighting in a massive pile of mud at the start of the film. That's way better to look at. Right, okay. Um Joe, if you were gonna hand out the point, uh who were you, who would you hand it out to? Who do you think? I would hand it out. I would hand it out to Alex. You think Alex has got this? Yes. Joe. It's alright. Right. Why? Why do you think Alex? Why do you think Alex? I just think. What about his argument made you? Something know, that stood out to me from him was that this is, you know, there's so many layers to this fight. Mm-hmm. It's the fight, but then you've got them fighting for their lives in, you know, in the real world. Yeah. And as he said, the complexities of it. You know how it was filmed and how it looks. It's you know, got to go to Alex. Okay, now uh, again, all of you had incredible arguments, um, and this one goes down to just two of you again, and it's Finn. It is so Finn. You know who takes it here, uh, for me at least. Um, right. So let's let's st- let's start with Alex. Okay, you you know picked probably one of the best Christopher uh, probably the best Christopher Nolan film of mm-hmm. all time um and it's just you know an incredible movie uh Xander you picked a film I can't watch so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, um uh so that there is that however we're not basing it off of the films and like I say it is bin uh you know we're basing this off of the arguments um i am gonna go with xander yes! for the point oh! of best action oh i oh think that God. is a little xander's bit ass was clenched oh i could say he's robbed Oh, oh yeah. So no, personally, I, I also feel Alex has been robbed there because I, I yeah, was yeah, one yeah, of the. No, he hasn't. Alex. He just hasn't. He has. No one can't film action. No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. That is arguably nothing... one of his most best shot scenes. It's though. got. Like, it's so clear to see what. Oh, going Alex. On. Yeah. No, you are not. Alex, you are not wrong at all. Okay. Why do you like, not go with Alex then? Because it <laughs> is. No, no. no here's it's the based thing. off the it argument. Is... In. We are not basing this off of the films whatsoever. We're basing this off of your arguments. And unfortunately, Alex, Xander just brought it a little bit more. You know, he just had a bit more passion in him with this one. It felt like um, 
<laughs> you know, this was like, a, you know, the underdog going up against mm. the two, just two big ones here. And, you know, um, the passion behind him and like everything he came out with just, you know, it just, it just hit, you know, perfectly there. Uh, so Xander gets the point there, I reckon. It's all to play for in the final round, boys. Come on. <laughs> Only just. Can uh, I quickly so, just say, uh, Xander was around. not the underdog in this scene because he picked one of the greatest fighting films of all time. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> Why did neither of you pick the fight scene from Mission Impossible Fallout? Why did none of you pick the bathroom fight? Because that was too it, easy. I wanted not, to give well, myself a challenge. Easy. Too easy? You didn't want to, you didn't, What do you mean it's okay. too easy? That's a great... It, so. it exactly, it's too easy. The, it doesn't have the guns. If it had the gun sounds when he True. cocks his muscles, then I'd that, de- definitely That immediately it. lowers that scene for me. Oh, oh my wait. word. Right. Okay, Xander, how do you feel? How do you feel? Oh, I'm sweating. My arsehole has never been sweatier. <laughs> I, I think that's a lie, Xander. That is definitely oh, a lie, yeah. Xander. <laughs> right. As Xander said, it is all still to play for. Just before we go into the final round, the points uh, stand at uh, David with one point, Alex with two, and Xander with one as well. So it is all to play for. So whoever wins this, uh, you know, will either make it a tie or Alex is going to walk away uh, with the win. And then we're going to find out who's second and third in the quickfire questions uh, right after this one. Uh, so, guys, are you ready to go into the final round? Yes. Yes. Right. We are about to head into the final round. This is a big one because it is so tight. Alex is in the lead with two points and David and Xander are joint uh, with one point each. So this really does determine uh, who wins and loses here. So, uh, guys, are you ready uh, to head into the final round? Yes. Yes, sorry, Bob. This is a brilliant one. Uh, Tommy Wiseau, we all know him because he's awful. Okay. Uh, now, I want you guys to, you know, discuss amongst yourselves what would be the absolute worst role for Tommy Wiseau to play. You've got 10 minutes. Uh, so, uh, David, uh, what do you think is the worst thing for him to go with? Oh, so, the one that I went with is the MCU Spider-Man specifically. That would be terrible. <laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, right, Alex, what about you? What, 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 do, you, what do you reckon Tommy Wiseau should play? Or should not play. Or should not play. <laughs> yeah. Even, you know. Um, I've gone with Cole Sear from The Sixth Sense, who's a little boy in that. Okay. Sees all the dead people. <laughs> That's as the dead people. Pick, but yeah, fair enough. That would be uh, that. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I can see. I can kind of see that, and it would be terrible. You can <laughs> see the dead people. Um, yeah, it, it'd get that line wrong, wouldn't he? <laughs> uh, just uh, d- uh, dead people. I, I see I people see. who are just, dead. Before yeah. me, I see dead people. <laughs> I, I see dead people. <laughs> Oh, Why? <laughs> Dead people? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I could see that. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, and uh, Zadda, right, what have you picked uh, for the worst uh, role for Tommy Wiseau to play? As soon as we came up with this question, I was like, immediately my head was like, is there a movie that has Martin Luther King in it? But then okay. I, we realized that maybe we shouldn't do something uh, nope. something so outrageous. So instead, Definitely not. I went for Hazel Grace from The Fault in Our Stars. I oh. that's not outrageous. Yes. Yeah, clearly not okay. outrageous. Yeah, not outrageous at um, all. Oh. <laughs> 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 I mean, okay, okay. Yeah. 
Great. I mean, we'll find we'll, we'll find out why in a, in a minute. I'm sure. Okay, you know how this works. Okay, guys, good luck. This is the final round, so it is all to play for. Uh, we're going to start off with David. Your time starts now. You have ten minutes. Before I say, before I do this, I just want to say, fuck you both for having some great ideas for this. Oh my god. Um, but <laughs> the reason that I chose MCU Spider-Man specifically was because. Like in the MCU, it is a well-known fact that Stanley has said that Tom Holland is the perfect person to play Spider-Man. So not only would we be getting rid of that, there's also the fact that Tommy Wiseau resembles more the Green Goblin in real life than he does fucking Spider-Man. He is an absolute cretin of a person. Have you seen this this man? Have you seen this alien that came to Earth and has a basic grasp on the english language as as, as itself it's going to the comedy central roast of tommy wiseau literally yeah. it is <laughs> and also imagine him seeing imagine seeing oh, tommy wiseau in fucking spandex no yeah that's very true would he <laughs> yes. still have the long hair of course he would have the long hair the oh, hair would be a part yeah. of the suit there would be a tiny little of... hole for every singular hair. No, no, because it's... The, it, but think about it, it's the perfect camouflage, because if at the end of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home it had been like, Spider-Man <laughs> is Tommy Wiseau, no one would believe him. They'd just be like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd still be Peter Parker. Cool. But the thing is, he would, um, act, I, he would also fuck I, up I think, so many lines. I, I think, I think Tom, Tommy Wiseau, actually, for Spider-Man, if you if you maybe do a time jump in Spider Man, you no. Nope, this is MCU Spider Man as it is. Yeah, yeah. You could do something quite interesting with like maybe the effects of the snap of of changed some people, and so he's gotten older, and he's he's now looks like Tommy Wiseau. Maybe that trip to Europe in the second movie really hit him because um, now he has a vague European accent. I think, you know... It, he sure, just really grew balls first, in that think, second movie. Think, That's when he hit think, puberty. Think, yeah, okay. I think okay. you really settle into it um, no, eventually. No, 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 because our Whereas... films are from specific films. So here's a from... He, we, are, we are not putting Tommy Wiseau in a future film. Yeah, it's we're going with Tommy Wiseau, Tommy Wiseau in this role as he is. Because then and we could also say, I what if Tommy Wiseau actually that. survived right. in our felt in our stars and was just a 40-year-old man? Okay, okay, yeah, that's fair, that's fair. I, I, re I retract that last statement then. But um, imagine, imagine this kid who keeps on being referred to as a kid, but he's actually older than Bruce Willis and <laughs> has, is just West and he's got the long hair and he's always wearing a suit. He's like, a see dead people. Um, to be honest, I'd believe him though. The relationship between the two of them would go from being like kind of intriguing and strangely father son like to suddenly just like rain man but if it was made by chris no uh oh i had a just whedon nah uh, the guy who did pearl harbor uh michael, michael bay. bay yeah pearl harbor sucks <laughs> and i missed you um well i think if we're talking about like changing the tone of the movie the Fault in Our Stars is a really emotional teen comedy drama about two uh, two teenagers who fall in love, but they have cancer. So I think having Tommy Wiseau play the female lead of this 
really does change the tone of it quite dramatically because instantly it becomes a movie about about you know lgbtq plus um like you know relationships i didn't know that vampires um, could get cancer <laughs> Uh, appar- apparently, so. apparently so. I didn't like, know vampires could get cancer. That's a quote of the day. Uh, <laughs> they can, um, and maybe you just drank really it, bad blood. It would, it would be a really. Um, I mean, it would change the tone. I mean, I've just realised as well. We're talking about worse role, so this would like completely ruin the romantic um, elements of this because no one would ever believe that Ansel Elgore would. Be in love with Tommy Wiseau. Hey, I'm so, you know, there's also the fact that aren't they like underage in this movie as well? Yeah. So this would also become, you know, a bit Sorry, of a Netflix a movie, to say the least. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. Thank you for helping me with my. Point. But yeah, this movie it would also do the same that, in my film because. Tommy Wiseau would be playing Spider-Man, aka Peter Parker. Peter Parker is a high schooler who is in love with Mary Jane and or MJ, and they are he's constantly trying to get with her. It would be so uncomfortable to watch Tommy Wiseau hit on Zendaya. Just imagine Imagine watching that. Imagine watching him try and hit on her. I mean, you've got to you've got to think about like the relationship with like Iron Man would become quite um horrible different i think uh no because like you know it it becomes like more of like a boss and a co-worker than yeah but it would still be like like the whole dynamic is supposed to be father son but the thing is it would also make the only thing that would make sense is all the random 80s movie references that's the only part that would make sense So, so you're saying that something would make sense one thing would make sense okay in my movie absolutely nothing would make sense uh, because he, like Tommy Wiseau, would still be living with his family. Um, no, that makes sense well, to me. Like, and he would be going to, um, you know, they, they'd go and visit the Anne Frank Museum and they kiss in the uh, in the uh, attic of Anne Frank's house and get a round of applause. That would also make sense to me. He's a vampire. He likes attics. It, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. People wouldn't applaud. They would. They would scream. They would be like, "Oh my god! Why is Ansel Elgore kissing Tom like this?" This creepy old man but what this creepy vampire from wherever country he's from croatia maybe um why croatia he always says he's from i think he says like he's from la or something like that yeah there's one very important no he says uh new orleans you you've both gone for like the relationship between the other characters but i think more from like the sense of the story of my film if it goes from a kid a sign of innocence saying, oh, I see dead people, to Tommy Wiseau saying, I see dead people, it'd be like, of course you fucking do. <laughs> like, yeah, but that, probably, that's something that makes have, sense like, in your movie. Speed dial. Like, yeah, you're, you're focusing on very, one very specific scene in your movie, though. Yeah, no, but I'm not, well. because his entire character... No, the entire thing, Xander, the, the entire story of The Sixth Sense is this kid sees I, dead people. I know, people. but he, he only says that in one scene. Yeah, but the, yeah, his entire character is he sees dead people. He's not focusing on if, that one line. Kid, that is the big twist in the film anyway. And if you just take that out of it, the film makes no sense. Right, guys, we are fast approaching uh, the final two and a half minutes. We've not really heard much from Alex tonight, rather uh, uh, for this round. Uh, so, Alex, uh, what's your final argument? Um... 
I, I wish that I'd ended up picking Hazel Grace from the Fault in Our Stars. But um, before I shoot myself <laughs> in the foot again with, with another statement like that, um, just remember that no, I don't have an argument. I've lost this round. I've, I've okay, great, now. cool. Okay, great. You're right, great. Right. Okay, David, what about you? I just want to say I do not want to see Tommy Wiseau in spandex. I think that would be the most horrifying image in my entire life. And like, yeah, like the idea of seeing because you don't see him in anything other than a suit every now and then in the room in 2004, you saw him shirtless and that alone yeah. was terrifying. Imagine seeing his entire body just without like the skin, which I imagine his skin is red anyway, considering he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. Hang on, hang it on, would hang make on. more sense. Yeah, you, you seen you seen which scene in Spider-Man: Homecoming or Far From Home does Peter Parker get skinned alive? No, I mean without his skin, as in with the spandex. You just see That's the contortion. You'd see his oh, entire oh. body, like his contortions, his curves, and everything. I don't want to see that because we we it's like the thick from, Tom Holland. Um, we don't like thick Tom Tommy from- Wiseau. Homecoming would be very, very different where he's like trying to lift the building off of him. That'd be very different. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! No! There's also the fact that like he would have fucked up the line in in, in Infinity War. He would. David, we've got no time. Uh, Xander, what's your final point? For for my final point, I want to say that like older people can be heroes too. Like we we see it like in in the Incredibles, we see an older guy put on the superhero costume. So mm-hmm. older sure, people can get cancer no too. Reason why? Oh yeah, older people <laughs> can be like Spider Man, but an old guy coming into this movie, ch- like ch- into the Fault in Our Stars, playing a female lead, changes the tone of the movie entirely. Changes the as- the relationship, the main focus of that movie entirely, and it breaks the movie. MCU Spider Man can work. Like it, obviously, with it, it would be weird, but it could work. You could make it work. Whereas with Hazel Grace, this is a movie-breaking change. You can't like having a a forty, uh, maybe fifty-year-old man come in and play a fifteen-year-old girl. It changes the tone of the movie entirely, um, and the relationship at the heart of it. Well, you can't have a fifteen-year-old man coming in playing a seventeen-year-old boy either. Um, that's everything, um, that, that we, we, we've got time for. Uh, I'm going to bring Joe in. Um, I bet Joe was like, just frantically just checking, like just trying to find out where Tommy Wiseau is actually from. No, um, he's never revealed. You're it. not going to find out. <laughs> you're not going to find out, Joe. <laughs> yeah. He's a man of mystery. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I cannot. He said New Orleans. He is from. Joe's just looking like Charlie from um <laughs> from, from from uh, the Pepe Sylvia memes just now. Just, <laughs> just, just Tommy was out. Where's he from? I go down to HR. I'm like Carol. Carol. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's just no, Mark. No, Mark. Can't find out where he lives. He's never, what was that, Alex? He, he's never said where he lives ever. No, he, he said, said he he's originally said he's from New Orleans. Then he's changed it over and over throughout the years. Yeah. He keeps yeah. on changing well, stories. Somebody leaked it somewhere in Europe. once online, yeah, and, the, and, and then it was immediately deleted, and all traces of it had gone from the internet. That's actually kind of scary that that yeah. happened. That it just sort of just disappeared. Uh, but uh, Joe, 
what did you think? This one, like again, it's not really a, a, a researchy one that you can do. It's more, and, and for me, I don't even necessarily think you needed the arguments. It's like the statements on their own um, are are crazy enough. I think to to, to you know to go with yeah, this. Yeah, I think Tommy Wiseau playing a kid that says, "I see the other people." Ha 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 ha! <laughs> yeah. I don't want to watch that in a about. film. It'd be very uncomfortable, wouldn't it? Yeah. He's not going like, to ask Bruce Willis about his sex life, is he? Exactly. No, he isn't. I said dead purple. So how's your sex life? I, I, I find it weird that Tommy Wiseau would have sleepovers with Ned. So. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of that. He never built a death dog. Oh my god! Oh, oh I no! Um. Oh, but I think just the sensitivity of Tommy Wiseau playing someone who has cancer and playing a female role in that film, it, as Xander said, it changes the dynamic completely. Yeah. Um, especially as, didn't you say, I haven't seen the film, but they're both underage in the film. Yes. Their characters. They are. Yeah. So that makes things very not good. So, I mean, at I mean, least like, it's in this pro. This is the LGBT. worst role for Tommy Wiseau to play. Like the, it the, is. So the, this is, you know, that category. So Absolutely. So I'm going with Xander. Okay. Right. Um <laughs> Again, so right, bad. you guys because this is the final round. You guys have been, you know, uh brilliant all night. But for me, okay. uh there is only one clear winner. And to be honest, the statement alone was more than enough. Because I've seen this movie <laughs> and I don't like how you've altered it. Uh, which is why you win. I don't believe the words are coming out of my mouth, but Xander. Hello. Well done. Yes! Fair point. My, my he, he, has a, he had the superior choice. You didn't. You didn't even need to come up with an argument. Bro, you could have just sat back. Bro, bro. <laughs> like the fact that I got third choice on that, and neither of you guys went. To the I've place, never like, watched The Fault in Our Stars. Me. I went to the yeah, but, to see it. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, like that, you could have picked anything and you went with mcu spider-man which i don't which don't get me wrong very is uncomfortable. still a very uncomfortable thing i was the first do. choice so it was an it was an immediate thing yeah. of oh shit i have to pick were you trying to pander to me were, were you trying to pander to me no I, genuinely I, I just genuinely tra- know what I no genuinely i was literally just panicking thinking oh fuck i came up with that oh, with that great. question but i forgot i did i didn't think about this xander had all these questions written down oh. for a while so he no, was the only one David, who had any chance. Up, you think I wrote them both... down, though? Yeah. You it's had them written David. down. I have the high ground. <laughs> I, I also said when we were picking them, oh, I might go with Hazel Grace, and then Xander went, oh, yeah. no. That's because oh, what, that's what I was thinking. That's what well, I was obviously thinking. Obviously, it was because what, that was what you were thinking. Otherwise, you wouldn't have picked it. <laughs> what was um, one of the Sprouse twins uh, playing in Five Feet Apart? That would have been a good one as well. I mean, I could have also said, like, any of the people from Freaky Friday. There's just any, any of those, like, would have been... Oh, we we, we can't even, like, you you love and hate to see it. That's that's just how it is. Uh, Okay, so... I could have said uh, Troy from High School Musical. Fuck. 
Okay, so uh, we've got uh, David in last place right now. Yeah. I'm so sorry, David. Um, and any any final words? Like anything left you got to say? Uh, Mega Mind One, fuck you all. Brilliant. Okay, thank you so much, uh, David. We'll come back to you uh, towards the end of the show, if that's all right. Um, we're gonna now move on into the quick fire questions. Uh, it's gonna be uh, Alex versus Xander. Um, so I've come up with some questions, and uh, you guys are basically just just real quick are gonna try and come up with uh, the, the best that you can. So just uh, give me a second. And uh, we'll uh, we'll start the uh, round. Okay, it is now time for the quick fire round. Uh, we've got Alex and Xander uh, ready and uh, waiting for us. Uh, guys, how are you doing? You ready to go? Oh, yeah, yeah, man, I'm, 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 I'm ready. Uh, best of luck to Alex. Right. My palms are sweaty. Best let me. Knees weak, arms are heavy. Let me work. Uh, let yeah, me. Let me uh, vomit on my sweater already. <laughs> Mom, let, spaghetti. Let me walk you through how this is going to work okay so uh, because Xander won the last round he's going to go first uh, these are all this or that based because Xander's going to go first he gets to pick first uh, then uh, Alex has the remnants and then you guys have 30 seconds to come up with uh, your best argument uh, and you, you know we decide me and Joe decide who has uh, the best argument uh, towards the end make sense um, are yeah. we doing are we, we're doing the rebuttals yeah so 30 seconds. Do, we do, yeah, yeah, 30 yeah. Seconds you got and 15 seconds yeah. each. 30, 30 seconds each. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then and then 15 seconds each after that. Okay. okay. Right. Just just making just making sure. Just making sure I know what Yeah, 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 that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. Okay, right. Your first question, okay? This is this for me is quite a difficult one. Uh though I think for you to um you 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 may you may think it's an obvious answer, but it's for, for me it's a, you know, it's it's a bit of a difficult one. Out of the two Jokers, who has done the best performance? Heath Ledger or Mark Hamill? Xander, because you won the last round, I want you uh, to go first. There you can pick. I am going to go with Mark Hamill. Okay, interesting, interesting. Uh, Alex, so, so you've got uh, you've got Heath Ledger. Uh, we're going to go with uh, Xander first. Okay, uh, your 30 seconds starts okay. now. Mark Hamill has become the definitive voice for the Joker in TV shows and video games uh, and maybe some audio comics of some sort. He has def- he has made the voice his own. He's um he's even like referenced when they're building new Jokers as well. He he's in all the Arkham games, he's in Batman the animated series, he's in so many animated movies for Batman as the Joker that he like Heath Ledger only has one movie to his name for the Joker. It's right. a great performance That's... but Mark Hamill hasn't done. Okay, well thank you very much Sander. Uh, okay, uh, so uh, we're going to pass over now to Alex. You've got Heath Ledger. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Okay, right. Your 30 seconds starts now. Well, what Zander said about Heath Ledger being in only one film is, is very true, but Mark Hamill has never actually physically characterised the Joker. You could say that he did it with the trickster um, in recent and both in the 80s times, but it's not nearly as good as the way that Heath Ledger twisted his entire characterization from going from this cool high school jock to being the Joker. And if we're talking about voices, maybe it did take some inspiration from Mark Hamill, but I think that they've done it. He's done it better. And think about it. That's you went over as it was. That was your final point. I was just trying to get, like, get your final point out there oh, for I mean, you. Okay, well done. 
Um, that was a very, very tricky one. Okay, Xander, uh, now you have time uh, for an extra 15 seconds uh, to respond to Alice's point. You ready? Yeah. Okay, great. Your time starts now. I think the argument that uh, Mark Hamill didn't embody the performance is ludicrous because if you see him in the voice booth actually performing the role, he's using his hands, he's doing everything there, he's just not actually on screen. I think voice acting is actually a little more difficult than actually acting acting because you okay. can't use your face. Great. Thank you very much, Xander. Okay, uh, Alex, what have you got? Not, uh, your time starts now. I'm not trying to put down voice actors in any way, shape, or form. I understand exactly the type of craft that needs to go into that. But everyone knows that Mark Hamill's going to do a great job because he's Mark Hamill. But Heath Ledger is the most unassuming person who could ever have possibly played the Joker. And then right. he becomes That's everyone's right. Facebook profile picture. it's a good point that is a very good point (laughs) um okay uh joe are you back with us yet you're back in the room no apparently not he's he's gone to find (laughs) out the answer joe's he's gone to mute the whole time you tit I have been monologuing and everything. Oh great! Okay. You, you sly dog. You got me oh, monologuing. Okay. Got me right, monologuing. Joe. If you were to if you were to pick just between Heath Ledger and um and Mark Hamill, which one would you say is the better Joker? You don't need to argue for it. Just uh, which one do you think is better? Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Nice. Okay. Uh, right then. Uh, who do you, who do you reckon uh, should should say the point here? Um, I think I've made my mind up. Uh, and like I say, it's a very tough one. It's a very tough one. This one. Yeah. Um, am I basing this on opinion or their argument argument, again? Their argument. Okay. I like that Xander thought about the physicality of voice acting because it takes a lot to, you know... To get into that mindset. Yeah, get into it. Um, But I did like Alex's point of Heath Ledger was the most unsuspecting person you could get Mm -hmm. for the Joker and look at him. So I've I've got to go with Alex. Right, and like you're not wrong. Like that, there were people that it would seem like they were ready to riot when he was cast. Um, oh, absolutely. Um, however, I think I'm going to give the point to Xander um, because I, I, I just I don't I don't I think he's I just think he's right with you know the physicality and you know just getting into it and uh, I th- I feel like just the response was was a, a little bit more a little bit more with it. But Alex, that was that was again great argument there, mate. Uh, okay, ready on, uh, ready for uh, the next, ready for the next round. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, Alex, you get to pick first. Again, this is quite difficult, uh, but we're going to go over it anyway. Uh, Jewel of the Fates versus the Imperial March. Ooh. Oh, Jewel of the Fates. Okay. Right. Nice. Uh, so Xander, you've got the Imperial March. You okay with that? Yeah, that's fine. Good, because you don't get a choice. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> right, Alex, you have got thirty seconds to tell me why Jewel of the Fates is better than the Imperial. Uh, is, is, why you're picking Jewel of the Fates? All right, your thirty seconds starts now. Okay, so harken back to when the Phantom Menace first came out, and the only thing that was talked about being good in that film was the score by John Williams, specifically Jewel of the Fates. And if you harken back more recently to when we did the Star Wars podcast here, that was also said by everyone here on this podcast. So there is no way that you can try and tell me the Imperial March is, is, is better. Like, no, it is, it is. I would argue it's the best piece of Star Wars music. 
Wow. Nice, 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 nice. Okay, right. Uh, Xander, are you ready? Uh, you ready to tell us why you think the Imperial March is uh, is 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 better than than Jewel of the Face? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Your thirty seconds starts now. So the first time we hear the Imperial March in Star Wars A New Hope is when Darth Vader first turns up. And in that moment, when the movie first came out, there were people booing in the cinema who'd never seen the movie just because they understood that that music plays and a guy dressed in black comes out. You, he's the villain. That movie sets the tone for Darth Vader throughout these the entire saga. You hear that music all the way through, not just in one movie, but throughout a nine-film saga. Uh, it is iconic. It is so many people's okay. ringtones. There we go. That's it. Uh, so that's all we've got time for there. Uh, Alex, what do you want to say in response to Sandy? You've got 15 seconds starting now. Okay. Darth Maul, Maul is quite possibly one of the coolest villains in Star Wars and very underutilized in the film. But when he shows up with that music, you know it's about to go down. That is like the best fight scene, the best scene in that film, 100%. Right. There we go. To be fair, that is a very cool shot. Just Korra, just the two lightsabers, whatever. It's exactly. so cool. It's so cool. It's so good. Right. Uh, Xander, you have got 15 seconds to respond to that starting now. Sure. That piece of music saves a great scene and a, in a and it saves a bad movie. But my piece of music, The Imperial March, made the series. Didn't just save it in a bad movie. It created the series. All right. Thank you very much, Xander. Uh, guys, again, really difficult one, that one. Oh, this is really, so intense. Really, really, really difficult. Um, oh, man. Joe, what do you think? What, what, what do you think of their arguments? Oh, this is a hard one because I'm it a is. massive music nerd. Yeah, right. So for like, you, if you, if you were picking, which one do you think would be better? I, I would have to go Imperial March because not yeah. only does it span the entire Skywalker saga... But any time that motif pops up, it, it tells a story without words. So it has to go to the Imperial March for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, but, I totally agree. And even for arguments, I still have to go Imperial March. Um, because, you know, it's iconic. It tells you this is the bad guy. Jewel of the Fates. Oh, epic music. But it's not telling a story. Yeah, no. What well, that? What well, the, the thing about Jewel of the Fates? And I think I said this in the Star Wars podcast. And I'm, I'm not going to go anywhere near in depth as I did in there. It's like telling a, a story of you know who wins that fight between Qui Gon and Darth Maul. It's not just for Jewel of the Fates as to who wins that fight. It's the who who wins you know the fate of Anakin Skywalker. You know to become Darth Vader. So if, if Qui Gon wins, he's going to grow up and he's going to he's going to be fine. If Darth Maul wins, he's going to grow up and become Darth Vader. That's the story behind Jewel of the Fates, and. Um, it's yeah it, it's just incredible both of them um but again this, we're not basing it off of opinions we're basing it off of arguments uh and again what xander said about you know building not, not just like building the legacy or you know like just telling the story with you know just those words uh words he uh, mute, mute notes even um people booing him straight away i think the point's got to go to xander so uh oh xander Xander is up 2-0 right now. Uh, it's not stolen just yet. Uh, Alex, how are you feeling? Um, I'm, I'm feeling even more nervous than I was at the start of the round. Oh. Right, ah! it is 2-0. Okay, Xander, we're going to take it back over to you now. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like you're going to love this one. Um, I, put, I had a right smile on my face when I was writing this one out. So, <laughs> okay. 
we're gonna uh, shift gears a little bit. I know it's uh, I know it's nearly summer, uh, but we're gonna shift gears to Christmas. Uh, which is better, the Grinch or the Santa Claus? We're talking Jim Gar- Jim Carrey's Grinch. And the Santa Claus is in the, the Himalayas. And the the Santa Claus, the Grinch or the Santa Claus, which is the better movie? Um, Xander, you get to pick. I'm going with the Grinch. You're going with the Grinch, okay? Yeah. Right, Alex, you've got the Santa Claus. Are you okay with that? I've never seen it. <laughs> oh god! Should we, should we pick another one real quick then? No, I'll, I'll, I'll argue it. I'll argue it. It's fine. Let's go. Let's you want to go, go with that? Go. Okay. Let's okay. Go. Right. I'm, let's I'm go. Prepared. Right. Right. <laughs> Xander, are you ready? Okay, you've got to yes. tell me why The Grinch is the better movie. Starting now. Well, I mean, for starters. Um, I, I I have seen the Santa Claus and it is bloody awful. I used to like it as a kid, but now gr- having grown up, it is a trash movie that's weirdly dark as well. The Grinch is a classic tale that anyone can really um like go along with, and it's got an iconic performance from Jim Carrey. Um, and you know Tim Allen versus Jim Carrey, like Jim Carrey at his prime as well in mm. the late nineties, early two thousands yeah, yeah, yeah. versus an aged Tim Allen. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Again, this is this is a really, really difficult one, and like, it's totally fair enough. And like, Alex, good luck. Um, <laughs> okay, again, this so is, like there's still there's I'm still ready. time to back out. There's still time to back out, and we can get you in another one. We can get you in another one, Alex. There's still time. There's still I'm time. Ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. You, you you're going for it. I'm ready. Okay. Great. Okay. <laughs> okay. Lord have mercy on your soul. <laughs> your time starts now. Okay, so picture this. It's 1994. You want to go and see a film at Christmas. And Tim Allen, voice of Buzz Lightyear, is in this film, right? And it's about the Santa Claus. And he's just divorced his wife, right? This film was made for 22 million US dollars. It made $198.8 million at the box office. That is banging. That is more than like a 500% turnover, I think. I, I don't have time to do the maths. I might be off. But yeah, basically... I think, yeah, you're just a bit off there. I that's just why, this, that's why this film is so good. I think it also right. possibly has Clint Eastwood's sister in it or something like that. She has no hey. relation to Clint Eastwood. Great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. So, I, because because Alex hasn't seen this movie... What do you mean? Uh, but you, have, you just said I, you hadn't seen it. I, I, it's my favourite film in the world. Oh. Brilliant. <laughs> so um I feel like you know I'm go- I'm going to lower the bar a little bit for Alex so the argument doesn't necessarily need to be brilliant it just needs to be there. <laughs> oh, <I can't laughs> that. So uh Joe um which do you prefer Santa- the Santa Claus or uh, or the Grinch? If if it's a choice between those two and they're both on TV at the same time it's it's got to be the Grinch. Yeah. It's a, it's now, a classic. What do you see, the, thing, the, the Grinch always terrified me as a kid. I don't, I don't really know why. It just did. Um, and, and then I, I grew up a little bit, and I just chose not to like it, I guess. But the Santa Claus, I always kind of stuck with a little bit. And I remember, like, I, I, I went through some old DVDs recently. It turned out I had all three films, which was quite interesting. I didn't, I didn't know that. I remember the third film a little bit, which was quite weird. But um, yeah, that first film. That first film is good, I think. Um, I don't think it's a bad movie, but, but you know, it's uh, it's it's a bad movie, but it's you know, 
for a Christmas movie, for a family movie, I think it's I think it's good. I think it helps that I look like the Grinch as well, so that adds to it. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna mention that. You did it. There we yeah. go. <laughs> oh no, Joe, honey. <laughs> you, you, can, you can look up Joe Cook and see for yourself. Um I I almost don't want to count this one. <laughs> I almost don't want to count this argument. Um Joe, what do you think? Um, I remember we're lowering the bar for Alex. This is very hard, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll lower it. Do. We're lowering the bar. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it, Jim Carrey, but you know, I love Jim Carrey. So, you know, even though the Santa Claus argument was so good. Thank you, thank you. It was a great argument, wasn't it? <laughs> right, no, no. To, right, to be fair, like considering you haven't seen it, that was a pretty decent argument. I mean, like the five hundred percent turnover thing—that was a load of bollocks. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just about to do the maths on that. I want to find oh, oh great! Your math okay. is blowing my mind. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, no. David, do you have an opinion? Do you want to give your two cents on this? Do you want to? Who do you think would would have won that won that round? I was going to say, do you want me to just be an extra judge as just like an extra opinion anyway, considering I've just been kind of sat yeah, here alone yeah. recording not, and being yeah, do sad? That. Do Go that. on. Um, do that, yeah. To be honest, like, personally, one, never seen The Grinch. Um, wow. So if I was to what? go with, with either, you know, like Santa Claus or The Grinch, I'd have to go to the Santa Claus because I haven't watched the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to arguments, honestly, Alex did a pretty fucking good job when it comes to like not seeing the movie and still arguing in its favor. He and did. I kind of want to give him the point personally, just because of that. Like that takes some, that takes some creativity, and he did quite well. So personally, I, well. personally, I'm going to say Alex just because he was like backed into a corner. He gave, he was given an impossible mm. choice, and he still did, did all right. Joe, what, where, where are you going? Um, I can't do a pity vote. This is you serious business. <laughs> no. Uh, so I'm going to have to go for uh, Xander and the Grinch. All right. Okay. Like well, because I made the rules um, <laughs> and because I've lowered the bar for Alex and I'm taking all this into consideration, um, Xander, I am... Truly sorry because you you did have facts in yours, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Alex hasn't seen the film. I actually, it's actually um, eight. Do you want the point or not? It's actually eight hundred and fifty percent more. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, I'm I'm going I'm gonna go with uh, with Alex bearing in mind yes. that you know he's not seen the film, uh, and that you know he was literally backed into a corner and didn't do, have. Do, a do you guys want? Do you guys want to hear a crazy thing? Go on. I've never seen The Grinch. You haven't seen The Grinch? <laughs> nope. <laughs> hey, well, clear, then. I mean, you kind of shot yourself in the foot that. there by not saying not that originally. I've written it down. Xander, I've written it down now. Like, I'm, you know. I'm happy to keep this going. No, I'm happy for Alex okay. to have the point. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Right. <laughs> Okay, so uh, this is the, uh, the the fourth one. Okay, this is uh, very very difficult. Um, you, <laughs> which would you rather watch? Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, Ooh. or Fan Four Stick? Alex, you get to pick first. 
Sorry, was it which one we would rather watch? Which one you would rather watch? I want to watch um, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Rise of the Silver Surfer, okay. Xander, yes, so, you've got fan four stick. Of course I have. <laughs> <laughs> right, Alex, your 30 seconds starts now. Tell me why uh, you want to watch Rise of the Silver Surfer. So... I could be given like an hour and a half, two hours left to live, right? And they were like, you can have this this time if you watch Fan Fostick. And I would just be like, nah, kill me now. Because uh, I'd get, get nothing out of that movie. But if it was The Silver Surfer, at least I'd get to see Chris Evans say flame on and fly through. Is it London that they fly through? And if it helps, I've also never seen either of these films. Um, but I would still rather watch The Silver I mean- Surfer. Alex, it's okay. The editors didn't see either of these films. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> right. Xander, why would you rather watch Fan Stick? Aside from that one fantastic scene, uh, no pun intended, where Chris Evans is flying, chasing the Silver Surfer, that movie has nothing. Absolutely nothing. It is cringeworthy. This movie at least takes a new spin oh. on the Fantastic Four. It goes a little bit darker, oh. and you get a brand new cast, and they try their best in this <laughs> dog heap. Michael B. Jordan is a real standout. He really does. He really does a semi-decent job as the new Johnny Storm, um, and I like his new suit that he gets. That's kind of navy, and it's got like the vents on it to keep him, uh, try and keep him cool and stuff like that. Um, Kate Mara's got good hair in some scenes as well. Um, some scenes, yeah, because she had a wig for the reshoots. Um, and. Uh, the CGI on the thing is better than the thing in the fan in the in the Rise of the Silver Surfer. Okay, great. Uh, That's your time. Technology confirmed. Uh, well, right. That that was the most compelling argument I've ever heard in my life. I, on, yeah. on, you could have convinced me to watch Fantastic <laughs> by telling me that. Like, I I, I can't even. I, I know I'm arguing against myself currently. I was Stop it, Alex! Stop it! Like ten seconds through that, and I was like, "If they're going to judge it on the arguments, he's definitely actually arguing this better than I am." Like, how? How did you do that? How did you feel so passionate about a pile of dog shit? <laughs> oh, impressive. Okay, Alex. Uh, I mean, like, uh, you've you've got fifteen seconds to respond to that if you that like. Was uh, your time. That was, that oh, that, was, that was your response. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, Xander, do you want to respond or do you just want to... <laughs> Alex, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, listen, fan- I mean, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. If, if I had the choice, I would watch the original Fantastic Four. That is really fun. This movie, I watched it uh, last year and it sucks that joy out of watching the original that was so much fun. The Fantastic Car is in it and it looks horrible. Great. Doctor Doom is horrible. Well... Um, to be honest, if I were given a choice, you know, uh, to watch Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer or you know, Fan Stick, I choose Death. Um, <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> D- D- David and Joe, what, what what would you pick? What would you pick? Okay, Xander, I'm not gonna Surfer? lie, mate. You nearly convinced me until I remembered Xander hates this piece of dog shit fucking movie. Because yep, I does. know for a fact just how bad this film is. Yeah. It is horrible. Oh, he was saying that through his teeth. It is absolutely yeah, yeah. horrible. But, you know. Like, the but, fact you, you know, had to convince like, yourself that she has good hair in some scenes as well. Yeah. 
I especially mm-hmm. liked when he talked about how there's only one good film <laughs> in both of these films, and yeah. it's in my film. Yeah. So. Only one good scene okay. in both of these films, and it's in the other f- a film he's arguing against. Uh, if I'm going to go with the movies... Joe, what do you think? Oh, go on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go on, David. Real if I'm going to go for the movies, I'm going for Rise of the Soft Surfer. I would rather get my eyes gouged out and my cock cut off before I watch Fanforstic again. Please. Then I would never have to watch Fanforstic. Joe, Joe, what what, what did you think of the arguments? Um, Well, I haven't seen Fantastic Four, uh, the Fanforstic one, and I don't remember a lot about Rise of Silver Surfer. Um, So based on that... But you do remember it. um, Unfortunately. Um... But I think, uh, based on the arguments, which okay. would you rather watch? I like Xander's idea of a new take. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, I like that. I okay. don't really know. So they're, they're both bad films, but you know, Xander had the stronger vote, yeah, argument. Yeah, no, th- th- this is supposed to be difficult. Uh, one vote for Xander, David. What do you think? <laughs> I'm gonna have to go vote for Xander because he's the only one with an actual argument. Um, Alex right, literally okay. just kind of well, said that Chris Evans would say flame on. Xander said yeah. there was good hair. <laughs> Yo, I said about the cool fight scene in London and the Silver Surfer. That's it. Rise so of the Silver. Okay. Um, we, we, we've still got time uh, for, you know, uh, potentially uh, two more rounds. Uh, Xander, if you win this next one, that is it. You win completely. Uh, Alex, if you win. Uh, the next two, uh, then it's got to be a tie, and I've got to panic and come up with another question. <laughs> um, okay, who who okay. just who just picked last? Who just picked last? I can't, I can't Wait, hang on, who got that point? Xander got, got that point. point. So... I got that point. Oh, yeah, you got the point because because yeah, yeah. we're doing a voting system, aren't we? So, oh, are we? Um, oh wow. okay, okay, fair. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Right. Okay, so. Who who picked last? Was it Alex that picked last? It was me. Alex last. It was you that picked last. Okay, great. Uh, again, this is a super, super difficult one. Um, because, again, they're not the best of movies. But, uh, you know, good luck. They're still they're still watchable, in my opinion. Um, Xander, you're picking between <laughs> which you would rather watch. Okay. Or which is the better movie. However you want to take this. X-Men Origins, Wolverine. Okay. Versus... Spider-Man 3. Oh, Spider-Man 3. Okay, interesting. Yeah, okay. easy. Yeah, 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 fair enough, fair enough. And uh, Alex, you've got X-Men Origins. Uh, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, right, I'm Xander, ready. your time uh, starts now. I watched this movie like two weeks ago. This movie is a comedic masterpiece. It's like the, the the movie is so so funny, and you've got the the roundup of the trilogy. You've got the catharsis with um, James Franco's character uh, Harry Osborn and Peter Parker. You've got that they become friends again in the end. They have a tussle in the middle. Sure, it's cheesy. Sure, it's campy. Sandman is great. The CGI is fantastic. His origin scene is genuinely one of the best comic book uh, scenes from the two thousands. Great when he's like grabbing onto oh. onto the locket. There we go. Thanks, Xander. Okay, uh, Alex, are you ready? Yeah. 
Okay, right. Your 30 seconds starts now. One of the most fun experiences I've ever had watching a film was watching X-Men Origins Wolverine and ripping the shit out of it. Because that is a god-awful film. But it's an entertaining god-awful film. And if we're going for, like, cheesy, like, badness... Like, you can watch this film and pick apart every single thing that is wrong with it. And for some reason, it never gets old. It's always like, oh, this is this is this should have worked so well after X2, but you fucked it up so much. And that's funny to see to me. I like Great. watching that type of stuff. Well, so that's Alex. why I'd rather watch that. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's, it's funny you didn't mention the game in there as well. Like, it's funny you didn't mention the game. Okay, right, Alex, uh, Alex. Xander, you have got 15 seconds to respond to that. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, your time starts now. They butcher Deadpool in your movie, and it's unwatchable. Um, I have dancing emo Peter Parker, and it is one of the funniest scenes in a comic book movie. I remember watching it last week, and I was sat. I started clapping along with the music and doing the dance with him. That movie is so much more fun to watch with friends, especially if you're Spider-Man fans. Thank you very much, Xander. Okay, Alex, you ready with your response? Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, your time starts now. A bunch of venom in that film, and it's absolutely unwatchable. But we've got the scene where Wolverine gets all of the adamantium put on his bones, and then he fucking comes out, and he's like, "Ah!" which is so cool to see. And they did (laughs) And you get Hugh Jackman's bum as well. And so that's always a plus. <laughs> great. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Okay, great. Really even the fight. That was. <laughs> Wait, when, when the first thing was X-Men Origins Wolverine, I was like, I don't actually hate that film as much as I let on. Like, it was good <laughs> like, I, and, then, and then I was kind of thinking about Spider-Man 3 and I was like, yeah, I, I also came to that, that decision about Spider-Man the- 3 the other day. It's, it's a pretty good film. The worst yeah. bit about X Men Origins, you know, aside Deadpool, Apart is Deadpool. the fact that it's it entertaining. There it is. It's entertaining. That's the worst it does bit have about William. that. That that's the worst bit about X Men Origins, you know. But obviously, you take Deadpool out of the equation, it's entertaining. That's the worst bit about it. Alexander, <laughs> um, what did you just call Will I Am? Did you just call him Willie Ham? William. William. Xander, I mean, I'm yeah. immediately voting. I want to vote against you just for that alone. But one, <laughs> sure, man, sure. we're not doing that. Okay, right. one thing uh, I want to say go, quickly. Let's let's go to let's go to Joe first. Yeah, fair let's point. go to Joe first. Um, right, so, Joe. Ooh. If you were to sit down and pick one of these films, which would you rather watch? I'd definitely ra- rather watch Spider-Man Three. It's a fun watch, and it it knows that it's silly. You know. Yeah. So I'd just sit down and watch that any day. You see, for me, like you can you can put either of these films in front of me, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll be easy. I'll, I'll just I'll watch either of them. Um, Alex raised a really really good point, like watching you know with, with the adamantium scene. I think that is brilliant. That just that whole sequence, everything about it, it's just so cool. Um, and you get an origin yeah. story for his jacket. Why do you yeah. need that? But it's in there. What more <laughs> yeah. could you want from a movie? Uh, right. David, what did you think? Okay, so two things I want to say beforehand. One, I'm kind of glad Alex didn't... Actually, no, Alex, you should have brought up the game because Xander would not have been able to come back at that because the game for Spider-Man 3 was fucking horrible. I've never played the game. Terrible. It was horrible. The web swinging didn't work. The cutscenes were horrible. The quick time events were stupid. It was as bad as the film. But I also was doing the dance the entire time Xander was talking. 
I was clapping. I was doing the arm thing. I was snapping my fingers. I was pointing at the wall for those really weird girls that walked past him. So, yeah. And also, if I was to watch, if I had either of these films in front of me, I would throw X-Men Origins out the window and watch Spider-Man 3 on repeat for three weeks. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to go with Spider-Man 3, and I think Xander had the better argument because it brought he brought up the fact they had Sandman's origin story, which was actually really good. I yeah. really enjoyed that in that film. They did royally butcher Venom, but so did the Venom yeah. movie. So that can't really... Ha- that still hasn't been redeemed. Blander. That's debatable. That's Blander. very debatable. Personally, they, they butchered um, Venom in that movie, whereas Wolverine has been redeemed because yeah, Logan yeah, yeah. exists. <laughs> Wolverine is still the best part of my film. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, Joe, if you were to um, watch one of these movies based entirely on the arguments given which are you watching... Xander spoke about the the Sandman origin, and that alone, for me, makes him win because that but is the a jacket scene. origin, man. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I want to see a guy made of sand turned to sand in a in a film. You see, is uh, I love that scene. I, is... think, I, I think it's beautiful. Here's the thing, like, because obviously, like you know with this being a voting system um i think alex had the better argument i i I really do think alex made the better point because like you know neither of these films are brilliant um you know they're both very entertaining but x-men origins is one of those films that you can just rip the shit into and even if you're watching it on your own which i have done recently it's still entertaining like Why it still holds that? up but uh, I was like, gonna say, I think, saying I think that it, ne- it never really holds up doing, but... you okay why would you hurt yourself like that? i'm i, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> james do we, do we need uh, an intervention after this <laughs> maybe <laughs> um no so um yeah the, these these films you know regardless of what you think that like when you boil it down they are entertaining um, that's just the long and short of it, you know. Some of them not very good as as the others, but um, you know, when you boil it down, they are all entertaining. Uh, but yeah, I, I I believe Alex had the better argument. Uh, but this is a voting system, uh, which means Xander takes this point, uh, yeah. which means that Xander wins. It's no. now impossible uh, for yeah. Alex yeah. To, uh, to to win. Um, so. Very, very well fought there, Alex. You get second place. Xander somehow pulled it out of the bag. Honestly, what a, what a glow up. What a glow up. <laughs> like, I don't think boy. you know what a glow up is. He was all rigged. He won his own podcast. He was all rigged. <laughs> we shall still sacrifice him and then bring him back. <laughs> I, get to, I get to keep the podcast. That's all that matters here, guys. Yeah, yeah, but we still sacrifice <laughs> him. The podcast. Um, honestly, like it, it, for, for a for like for a good few, you know, rounds there, Xander, it really looked like you were gonna lose. Like yeah, it, it, did. it, it looked really like did. you didn't stand a chance tonight. Um, but yeah, Alex, runner up. Um, well done, well, well, well done, mate. Much, well done uh, those, as well. yeah, well those, done. Yeah. valiantly. 
Uh, those were some very, very difficult um, questions to all go through. Uh, everybody, well done uh, for jumping on. Uh, we're going to get through the outro now. Uh, so, Alex, uh, tell people where they can find you. Um, they can find me... Uh, well, I'm not interesting, but my band is. So you can find Flat Moon, uh-huh. Flat Moon Band on Instagram uh, or just on Spotify or any major music platform. Or on YouTube. Go and watch our YouTube. We've got lots of stuff on there. No one really goes and sees it, but we've got Flat Moon TV on there uh, where we've done some cool little skits and uh, some music videos we've just made with a very talented guy called Danny Lavin. Uh, yeah, you've just, you've just released the Demise video, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which is absolutely incredible. So, yeah, go and check Flat Moon out on uh, on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff. It'll be linked in the description. Uh, Joe, where can people find you? What, what, what is it you do? You're a, you're a new guy here. I'm, I'm on a plethora of social media, but you don't want to worry about that. I have a YouTube channel um, called Rebel Whovian where I do stop motion animations, reviews, trailer edits, stuff like that. Brilliant. Okay. And uh, David, you're here every week. Xander, you're here here every week the people know who you are and follow you and all that fun stuff but if you're brand new to the podcast uh obviously i don't host this every single week it is uh the the fantastic xander and david that do do this so they'll be back with you next week make sure you head on over to the social medias at uh, film in podcast on instagram uh film me in twitter don't uh, don't forget uh you can uh support us on patreon as well that's patreon.com forward slash film me in pod you can uh, pay uh, three pounds a month five pound a month or uh, if you're completely mental um 42 pounds and 69 pence per month to support us <laughs> nice anyway that'll do it thank you guys ever so much for listening and we'll see you next time bye 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 fucking hell pick <laughs>